Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwand, joined by co-host Pan in Ever in Blue. How you doing? I'm doing pretty great. Um, I may need to tag out occasionally and run upstairs. My husband got his uh, booster shot, and uh, he's not feeling so great. So Pfizer's second he's... booster? Uh, yes, yeah. second booster, yes. The, shot number three. Yep. Shot number three. Yeah, so the the district was like, hey, all teachers, go get your shots today or else. So he was like, okay. Okay. And uh, he's kind of just been, like, wrapped up in blankies, sweating on the couch all yeah, day. Yeah, my second shot of Moderna was very rough, so I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, like I, like I was saying earlier, if, if uh, Chauncey had been available to take my spot, I would have tapped out. But he wasn't, so nope. that's okay. But I may need to tag out for a few yeah, minutes. I'm sorry, I would have understood that he was in <laughs> Tennessee, which is why we may not have had an episode today, because I might have been in Tennessee. Yep. Um, but it worked out, he got to go. So, uh, and my brother, Cleaner in Arms from Zombieland, how's it oh, going, yeah. Ace? Doing pretty good. Um, I was actually doing some of the solo campaign by myself, and uh, what God, what a nightmare the uh, the hag zombie is. Have you encountered that yet? Uh, so after <clears throat> you and I got done, this is back for blood, by the way, uh, audience and, and pan, we played the tutorial together, which is like mission one maps one through four. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, we got done with the tutorial. You had to get off. And then, like, four minutes later, the buddies that we were waiting for got on, and I just <laughs> ran it through with the exact same content with them. And then I played. But I played as uh, Nick, the sniper. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yep. We got to do the Discord. Oh, do oh shit. <laughs> You're right. <coughs> Sorry, that's my bad. I usually Chelsea do that one. messaged me from Tennessee to tell me. <laughs> Are you on I was it? Gonna you want say, me to even get if, it? Even if you uh, had been I, in Tennessee, you could have uh, pulled what I did when I went up north and just recorded from an undisclosed Tennessee location. They don't have internet in Tennessee. This is known. Uh, well, one of my both two of my favorite podcasts are based in Tennessee. <laughs> it's a clever okay. illusion. I got it. So was last week when we were routed through then, Nashville. Then, yes, then you could have. We uh, then instead of uh, the normal sound of like crickets in the background, if the audio was too high, probably have the distant, distant drone banjos. of banjos in the background. I'm, I'm putting it up. I don't know if you guys can hear my new clackety keyboard. Nope. Just shows you how good my mic is. Oh, I think I heard a little bit there, but not, not too much. I heard it just I a hit the enter really hard. Good lord, the brightness on my phone is very high. <laughs> yeah, that lighting changed significantly. All right. I mean, so, I've got, I've got Andrea's uh, studio mirror. I could just like uh... make it. I always called those makeup mirrors. Yeah. Yep, that's what it is. I don't have one. I just I saw them in movies. Then it's got um, like a concave side, so I can like funhouse mirror myself. 
That's just weird. <laughs> my son won't leave my makeup mirror alone. Oh. <laughs> I actually had to chase him away from it shortly before coming down to podcast. <laughs> nice. Get away from my mirror, kid. Yeah. That's almost verbatim what I said. I, I do that to my dog. Get out of my chair, dog. She always wants to sit in my chair here. Um, so tonight, uh, we don't have Sasa. She's going through some family stuff, and she'll be back when she can. Um, so it's going to be us three for the time being. And I will re- uh, I will tell the audience now, and I'll remind you at the end, we don't have an episode next week um, because I am away at a Flesh and Blood tournament that I'll be playing uh, part of the their, I don't know, Pro Tour called The Calling. It's not like I'm a professional player. It's an open tournament. So, But I'll be gone, and that is event day. So I'll be in Cincinnati playing cards. Nice. Uh, but the week after that, we're going to do some spooky stuff for Halloween, because that'll be, if it's not on the, th- I think it's the 30th. Th- yeah. Yes. Yeah, because the girls' if the post- girls' birthdays are just before that episode, so... If the post office is capable of delivering my costume from the Etsy seller who happens to live two hours away from me, <laughs> I might actually have my costume to wear. <laughs> nice. Um, that'd be hilarious if we were just sitting here in Halloween costumes for an audio show. Mostly an audio show. We do do this on Twitch, <laughs> but that would be hilarious. Oh, I, I'm go- <laughs> I, don't, I don't spend half an hour every week doing my makeup. Just so that we... Hey, it's it's so that we can see each other in, in glorious standard definition because our internet sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> speaking of which, Halloween was one of my favorite days to actually have a holiday on school. Um, yeah. A lot of our teachers would dress up, and one of my favorite costumes to this day was one of my English teachers. She wore um, essentially like a baseball fan getup. But the mm-hmm. team name was Ceiling. Like you don't, you the don't... glass ceiling? Ceiling. Fan. Ceiling fan. <gasps> Got it. Oh! Gotcha. Uh, but then uh, one, of, one of the other, uh, one of my classmates oh my actually gosh. did have a, a debt ceiling joke. Okay. Okay. A lot of people wore pun costumes. And one year that I did dress up when I was not quite as pudgy as I am now, I wore my Deadpool cosplay. And mm. the freaking vice principal, goddamn him, was like, Spider Man, take your mask off. And I'm like, fuck! Not Spider Man! I, uh. I dre- the the only time the only costume I feel that I'm super proud of uh, two actually is I did um I, I I made myself a sand raider for May the fourth mm. so I had like a robe I think I've showed you guys that picture I made it out of stuff at the house like I rolled cor- cardboard around like a wire frame for my mouth I put um, toilet paper rolls for my eyes because they have those weird binocular things mm-hmm. wrapped my head in like this red like brown cloth and put on like a like a brown fuzzy blanket for like a robe the other one i did i made myself a barbarian where i had like a tan just brown sweatshirt 
and I stuffed it with cotton and drew muscles on myself and carried around like a bunch of swords and axes and stuff. Like, <laughs> it was fun. Nice. I did that for band one year. We had like a Halloween parade we had to do. Mm hmm. So, uh, we are going to talk about um, games in some time periods we feel should have some more games and a little bit about what we would like to see out of a game in that time period. Um, so, a little, little bit of our own, like, make a game thing like we've done before, except we're going to talk about in specific time periods um, that we feel are not well represented. Um, I would like to ask the, 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 the group here. Now... I didn't specify time period. So, are we talking Earth only? <laughs> Human civilization, Earth, or... Well, if we do that, then that like excludes stuff like steampunk. Right, I understand that, yeah. So, so yeah, so maybe a better phrasing instead of time period. Would setting. Be setting. I think a setting is a better word for it, too. I have a backup that is I so I have a way to do all three within Earth history is the way I'll put it. Then I have uh, a backup. Uh, I had a backup for Earth history if the third one didn't matter. Um, I'm going to pull a pan on the third one from last week's episode. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so excited. I was, I was pulling a, a a belt from the Crudes. Gosh, I love those movies. Have you guys seen The Croods? Nope. So good. Very good. Very good kids' movies. <laughs> also with Ryan Reynolds. Because I saw... Actually, I, what I saw today was Free Guy. And his character's name in that is Guy. And his name is also Guy in The Croods. He plays a character named Guy in The Croods. So, that works out. Anyway, so we're going to talk about games in specific settings and a little bit about those games and then we're also going to go through walmart stories which uh we had a we had a good laugh last week thinking about all the crazy walmart stories we could have and when i sat down and thought about it mine are rather boring but i will try no it doesn't have to be walmart if it's a retail experience where the spirit of walmart was there that sure counts. The spirit of Walmart. I mean, my worst retail stories are working at Radi Radio Shack. I said Radio Shack in my brain. <laughs> Radio Shack. They might have survived an extra four minutes if they did that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about embrace, that. Embrace the 80s. Oh, boy. Man, if you want to take a Netflix film and set it in the 80s, put a Radio Shack in your film. I'll tell you what. Well, I mean, they still exist as an online site. They did. In Stranger I know. Things. They also did it in Wonder Woman 1984. And also um, Captain Marvel did it as well. Mm -hmm. well a lot of movies do that. Or was it... I thought it was Blockbuster. There was also oh, a Oh, you're, you're right. There was blo Blockbuster was, was the that? big one for, for Captain... Oh. Yeah, there was. Yeah. But there was a Radio I Shack. I noticed Radio Shack because I used to work at Radio Shack. That's, that's okay. like... Fair enough. It was my thing. Um. Yes. So, uh, I guess we'll we'll start off. We're gonna do three games today. Um. Boy, I have not seen that dog before. Yep, this is uh, Andrew's parents' dog, uh, Pico. Nice. He just high fived you. She. Um. 
Oh, yeah. She... Uh, apparently, uh, Andrea's dad Lazy Corey. Dog. Uh, no, apparently Andrea's dad Corey does this with all his dogs. Mm-hmm. Teaches them to just like hold hands, shake, hold yeah. paws. No, like not even shake. She'll just like let you hold on to her paws for like extended periods of time. Just, just <laughs> do the very first part of the Macarena. <laughs> so, so like dove hard into asking me for a dog mm-hmm. last week. Uh oh. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we can't get a doggy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. My landlady's scared of dogs. Oh, okay. And she lives, she lives on the other side of the duplex. So. Yeah, that that makes sense. No getting away with that one. I told him when we move to a new house, we can get a doggy. <laughs> then he wanted to know when we're moving to a new house. Yeah, see, I pulled that with the girls. I get asked that all the time for their hamster. They want a hamster. When I have, I don't. When I have ten grand in savings, buddy. <laughs> And that's a long time coming. <laughs> In this day yeah. and age, yes. All right. Um, so, uh, who wants to start off with their with their game in a setting? I can. Okay, Ace. What's your okay. number one, numero uno? Number one. Well, not in any particular order, uh, but because sure. In either middle school or high school. I was a big nerd and watched the Discovery and History channels a lot. Um, I can't remember if it was... I think it was just like a limited series they had. Um, mm-hmm. But they had a, a series where it was like Earth after humans. Um, so they like progressed oh, like hundreds of and yeah, thousands of there's, years. If like they just, yes. there's a, just blinked away, essentially. They, uh, they, that's the, that's the crazy series in which they talked about, this is based on a book actually by an, uh, oh, he was a famous ecologist. Um, I can't remember his name, but. Was it Jared Diamond? Maybe. Um, but it's called speculative evolution. Mm -hmm. There's an actual term for it now because of that series and, and those books. And you're talking about the things with like the, 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 the arm walking bats use their legs as hands right no this was just no so that's 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 something else that's something else no this is just like what happens to all evidence of humanity oh i gotcha five okay ten years i thought you were talking about like super far in the future speculative evolution stuff okay no this goes out i think up to like 10 or twenty thousand years after people or something like that yeah no you're right and basically Yeah, basically the pyramids survive and Mount Rushmore survives, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, it. Yeah, so I was thinking, well, yeah, um, sort of like in a similar vein to that weird uh, cat game that I'm still waiting to see come out on PS5, and then the one where you play as a uh, sugar glider in the forest. Sort of have like a game where like humans are just gone. And you play through, like, different periods of time after they're gone as, like, different animals. Have you, have you played Tokyo Jungle? Because that's exactly what that is. Yes, this is Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo Jungle was a PS3 game. So... Yes. Tokyo Jungle is a survival action game where you are an animal in Tokyo after all the humans disappear. Yep. 
Hmm. There's a bunch of different animals you can be. Uh, most notably of which is a Pomeranian, which is terrible to play as because the, <laughs> I, would, the I would imagine the so. freaking lions, the lions kill you immediately. <laughs> yeah, Pomeranians aren't aren't really a breed that I would say are fit for survival. <laughs> you. Oh, um, uh, it's a fun series though. You can be a gator eventually. I like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, all the zoo animals escape. Yeah, because like in that in that series I was talking about, they they like start off with like day one how like all the pets are like still at home and don't really mind too much, and then in as the days go by, like the the dogs will very likely eat the cats and any other animals and food they can find in the house and then eventually they'll they'll get violent and break out of the houses and stuff and then they'll just have like dog packs and stuff and then uh specifically like they sort of specifically track like the dogs and how they'll eventually like regress or re-evolve back into more wolf-like forms yeah like uh, pigs do into into boars immediately. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I know. the The South has <laughs> got a real problem with that. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. That's that's a strange phenomenon. I don't know if any other domesticated animal does that that quickly. It's very weird. Anyways, so yeah, so you're you're looking at a fall. Uh, so the after. He, Earth after humans. Yeah, I do remember that series. I didn't watch mm-hmm. a lot of it, but I remember watching something of it. Yeah, and then I think, I think it'd be interesting to just play as like a variety of animals and like go throughout the last remaining structures as like they're crumbling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> uh, Pan, do you want to go next Thank or me? That, that game is Tokyo Jungle Man. I haven't heard of that yeah, before. No, that so very much. It doesn't count. It's very much. It very much is Tokyo Jungle, though. Also, have you seen Doctor Stone? No. No. Doctor Stone is an anime where one day, all humans turn to stone, and then. Oh, you've talked about this before. Uh, yeah. Yes. And then three thousand. Yes. Then three thousand years later, uh, they start waking up from stone. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, and uh, the 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 show basically follows uh, the most Marty Sueist of Marty Sues, like motherfuckers worse than Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Um, as he furiously tries to rebuild civilization from the ashes. Hey, Har- Harry Potter gets in a lot of trouble. Okay, he gets in a lot of trouble. Hogwarts. He even gets a point taken away from Gryffindor once. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. Senku's biggest like sorry <laughs> the, the only apparent flaw Senku I air quotes this flaw that Senku has is that he is mildly socially oblivious and pretty pretty like very extremely asexual hmm. and those are the only flaws he has oh okay but he is like he is like an absolute super scientist. He he makes like sulfonamide medicine in with Stone Age technology. That's insane. 
of course. <laughs> yeah. But it is anime. They they do some crazy stuff. But it's anime, so whatever. But the the first the first season of Doctor Stone is great, and then it goes off the rails. Mm-hmm. So uh, speaking of anime, I started Tales of Arise on my PS5. I don't know that. That is a game. That is uh, I I don't know. I just started it, but it's like it took uh, the new Final Fantasy battle system and put it in a whole new setting, so you don't give a crap about the characters. Um, but it's interesting so far. It's really well drawn. That's a thing. So, but it did take me like, I don't know. I had like a, an hour before we started to record and I did get to play for like 15 minutes. So it took a long time to get to the play part, like a long (laughs) time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's that. But yeah, anyways, so Dr. Stone. It's a cool show. Okay. Um, so, uh, so one that I've got, um, mm-hmm. topical. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would be very interested in some kind of, I guess, like personal drama game, or I'm not, I'm not totally sure what kind of game this would be. Uh, maybe something not unlike this War of Mine or something like that. Sure. That basically takes place. Uh, in the in the waning years of World War One, and uh, in the few oh years after, gosh. as the Spanish flu begins wiping everyone out, hmm. you'd be like this this guy who like you know like survived like the worst. Whoa, Ace just stopped moving there for like a full minute. Okay, but you'd be like this guy who survived like the worst battles of World War One, and you know people you know like nine out of ten guys in his unit just like got killed by like mustard gas and all this other crap that was around before the geneva Mm -hmm. convention right and uh he finally makes it home and everyone he knows dies of the spanish flu oh rough um because that happened oh that's just uh (laughs) i was trying to think of the game that um there they have a sequel on ps5 ace with the girl that has superpowers plague rats Um. no (laughs) <laughs> no, that's that's a uh, life is strange. That that might be the kind of game you're looking for. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, a Plague Tale. I have played. I like a Plague's Tale. That is a good game. That's it. That's it. A Plague's uh, Tale. Plague's Tale is very good. But yeah, I played it during the pandemic. It was so <laughs> fun. Or some sort of like uh like uh, like a David Cagey quick time game. Where you, you you know, you play this guy where he's got so many like narrow ways of surviving to his happy ending. Yeah. And that's the that's the goal is to like quick time event to your, your way to the happy ending. You know, you think you're it's smooth sailing after you get home from the war, but oh shit, there's the Spanish flu and all this other crap going around and the stock market crash and the Great Depression. So you're 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 playing like a telltale game without the dialogue trees. Well, like like a David Cagey game. Sure. Has to, uh, that's said, true. It has dialogue trees that lead to different things. That's true. So David KG game. I guess, I don't know. I've never watched A Life is Strange, but I got the idea that it was kind of close to that, if I'm not wrong. So. No, 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 no. Yeah, Life is Strange is very similar. Okay. I don't know what that genre is. I guess point and click? Eh, I don't know. I, think. I don't know. <clears throat> 
I'm calling it point and click David KG cinematic. Although game. I have David to KG. say that your uh, description of the guy going through World War One with all of his friends dying and then going back home and then all of his loved ones dying just reminded me of uh, the uh, Tale of Trunks Dragon Ball Z Abridged special where Gohan's just mm. oh was it better when you were growing up? Well, when I was growing up, a bunch of sands so showed up and all my friends died. Then we went to Namek, and Frieza killed a bunch of our friends again. And then the androids showed up and started killing everyone else. But it was better, right? No. <laughs> I just, in this, in the, in this uh, video game, I imagined, well, I was actually more thinking of uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm. Oh, okay. Robin Hood makes it home from the Crusades. And his uh, his family castle is being repossessed by the government because he didn't pay his taxes while he was gone. <laughs> oh yeah. And his parents are dead of the plague, and his brother his six brothers died in the crusade. Mm-hmm. Yes. And his dog ran away, and his gold <coughs> his goldfish was eaten by the cat, and the cat choked death on the goldfish. And the only one left is his like blind, mentally challenged servant Blinken. <laughs> oh, you know what? This reminds me of. This is a this is a this is a save that uh, Pan turns around at Crusader Kings. That's that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I was just thinking in the that one of the ed- possible endings for this for this uh, point and click David Cage game is that you know he finally gets his happy ending. Uh, you know he 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 finds his like sweetheart who waited for him through the whole war and he di- dialogue treats so she didn't like dear John letter him and everything. And neither of them got the Spanish flu. And they're doing okay. They uh, they didn't move out west and start a farm. Start a you know a farm that got dust bowled. They're doing all right. And then their seven their eighteen year old son's draft comes up for World War Two. <laughs> oh, rough, so rough. And he's going to the Somme or some shit. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- so yeah, um, I want I want I want a point and click adventure that takes place uh, in the era after World War One. That because that was a brutal time. That that is you know when you talk about like how many like just a plethora of World War Two games there are, um, World War One is the the underserved, you know, in that sort of space. We don't get a lot of stuff in the Korean or Vietnam War, aside from Call of Duty. Call of Duty touches on that, on that quite a bit. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Imagine okay. A, imagine World a War, psychologi- I considered... Imagine Go a ahead. psychological horror movie set post-World War One in a uh, war triage with all the uh, soldiers that suffer, suffer from shell shock. And PTSD and stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, if they went through World War One, they saw people's faces getting melted off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, also just yep. like the, the constant barraging of mortar fire and stuff. Just like, imagine, uh, what is it? Uh, what? Come on, it's like one of the Outlast. Outlast, but mm. like, no, no future tech. It's all... S- Set back in the 1930s, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be the 30s. Wow. Okay. So, um, mine's a little bit more uplifting, I guess. 
Um, no, only despair. <laughs> hold on. There's despair that follows this game. But um, so this is this is what um, this is the game that sort of inspired this idea when we talked about Assassin's Creed three, because we don't see a lot of revolutionary war games. Mm -hmm. So I would (laughs) like to see an eastern U.S. pre-colonization just before the colonization. Um, which is where my tribe originated from. So it'd be a Mass Effect-like game, which is kind of the same thing. You have both dialogue trees and action. And um, you're playing as a member of a tribe and just going through the story of the tribe. And almost kind of like the movie Apocalypto, the end, the ships arrive. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, Oh, fuck. Like, and what then, now? But, like, there was a lot going on before colonists arrived, obviously. And mm-hmm. I'd like to see a highlight of that. And we see a lot of, like, when we talk about Native Americans, we we talk a lot about the Western U.S. We talk mm-hmm. a lot about, uh, and if you talk about Eastern U.S., you hear a lot about the Cherokee. But that's because the Cherokee are known for the Trail of Tears to move out west. I was going to say, because they have good PR. Yeah, maybe. They were also a lot larger than a lot of other groups here, I think. Um, Yes, Ace? Then with that, you could do like a sort of alternate history DLC, sort of like the Tyrant George. And you could have it where uh, the tribes unite and kill Christopher Columbus and his barbaric ass. Well, well, he wouldn't have landed. He wouldn't have landed. It wasn't Christopher Columbus, but yes. Yeah, he wouldn't have landed there. But yeah. Well, like the Vikings. That's apocalypto. Were there before. <laughs> um, right, right. But like, have it sort of be like, hey, there's this guy that's here and he's doing all these shitty things. These shitty things. We're not going to tolerate that. Let's unite and take him out. I, I guess um, there was a lot of uh, like shit. there was a lot of intertribe relations, both mm-hmm. positive and negative before that so that that was more along the lines i was thinking um like one thing i know i see i don't know a ton about our tribe but one thing i know is that during war we like to wear owl feathers because other tribes thought that was a symbol of death and we didn't so we were just like messing with them Mm -hmm. and we would bring owls into battle and people thought we were like that's wonderful masters of death and we're just like it's just an owl (laughs) (laughs) So, That's, that, that reminds okay. Yeah. You know, Ace Ventura 2? Yes. You know, when the two tribes are about to, like, go murder the shit out of each other, and Ace just runs past them with their sacred bat, and they all just instantly, like, drop down on their knees? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was akin to that. I think it was just an intimidation I know, I know, tactic, I know. but yes. Yeah, I know no. what you're talking about. It's, yeah. it's a... It's a bit like where like running around with size yeah yeah it's like holy crap what what are these people um so i'd like to see some of that uh explored better because it's just it's just a hole in video games right we, we talked about this with the 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 very controversial game that this land is my land yeah something like that this is this land is my i can't remember that's actually the name of the episode too um 
but yeah, it was, um, or this is our land, maybe. Um, but this land is my land. Yeah, that's what it is. This land is my land. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it's just an unexplored time and an unexplored thing in games. Um, the closest thing we have in movies to representing what I'm talking about is Pocahontas. Um, which is or Apocalypto or Apocalypto. <laughs> Um, well, Pocahontas is an Eastern tribe. That, that, you're, you're right. You're right. Eastern. Eastern. You're right. Um, not not a uh, South uh, South American or, or Caribbean tribe. Um, yeah. So, but Pocahontas. Now, uh, I, I've said this a couple times before, but my grandfather did do did was part of the drum team in Pocahontas, and I do believe wrote the drum songs. Mm-hmm. So. He, I mean, like he was, we were involved. the The tribe was slightly involved in that, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a, it's like a Romeo and Juliet set in colonial U.S. essentially, and that's not really the way it went. I mean, like most Disney movies. <laughs> I mean, wasn't she? Wasn't Pocahontas like fourteen or fifteen at the time? It's not just an age thing. It's the fact that she was raped and then sent off to Europe, Europe and forcibly married and died and yeah. And then got yeah, and then got smallpox and died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the Disney story. The 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 Disney cover up. The Disney uh, lift up the rug and sweep it under, just like in uh, uh, the, Snow White, where she lifts up the rug and sweeps the it Disney, down, dust underneath the dwarves. The Disney facelift to the horrible truth. The Disney. The Disney lifts <laughs> to the truth. I love it. Um, so yeah, so that's my first one, and this this came up um, because um, the Assassin's Creed Three. I like that because it does deal with Eastern tribes that not a lot of not a lot of the games do. So there we go. That's my first one. So uh, Ace number two. Um. So my my number two could technically take place at any time period in Earth's history. Or future, technically. Sure. Um, my idea would be that it would be like a major environmental disaster, and like surviving it or trying to at least. So, like theoretically, you could do like Pompeii or like the uh, San Francisco earthquake in the early 1900s or 1800s, whenever that was. Um, recently, okay. I watched... So a survival game based purely on a natural disaster instead of zombies. For yeah. once, <laughs> um, okay. Like for like specific example, I was going to go into uh, recently. I watched uh, the anime on Netflix, uh, Japan Sinks Twenty Twenty. Um, you talked about this, the one with the bonk. Yes, yeah. yes, with the bonk, <laughs> the, the, the coconut bonk, the, the Scooby Doo coconut bonk. The, the scene that was supposed to be serious and saddening, but like. Just with how swiftly it happens, it just can't be taken seriously. And then you add a oh, yeah. Scooby-Doo coconut bonk to it, and it's just hilarious. Um, but no, like, that anime yeah. goes through, like, people just, like, going through their normal lives. And then all of a sudden, an earthquake hits, and they're like, oh, wow, that was, that was I think, the worst we've had in a while. And then, like, people sometimes do, they forget about the aftershock. And the aftershock just fucks everything. Um, like mm-hmm. one of the ma- like 
because the whole anime centers around this family that's trying to survive the event. Um, and the sister in the family, uh, she is like a fledgling track star. So she's like in a locker room when this initially happens. And so when she comes out of it, she's just in the middle of like collapsed ceiling, her teammates crushed under lockers and stuff like that. Um, and at the time the mom is coming home on a jet. Uh, the dad is like working construction in a stadium and was like on scaffolding. So he comes to, and he's like still hanging from his security rope and stuff. Um, and from, from there on, it's just like a nightmare of a situation because Japan literally sinks. Uh, but I actually marvel that anime because it's a lot about like the resilience of the Japanese people and coming together. Although it does have some really goofy and stupid moments to it that I think could have maybe been trimmed out, but bunk. Well, yeah, not only yeah. that, but there's dude. You really gotta watch Doctor Stone. I can write it down. Um, there's like a there's like an arbitrary hey. rap scene that comes. We still gotta watch Primal too. Oh, I watched that. I tell you, I found that in physical media now. I have a an actual DVD of it now. Nice. Neat. So. No Blu-ray? No, they didn't have it. <laughs> Walmart, I tell you. Walmart. Nice. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to have like a actual like sort of apocalypse scenario game that you have to survive or work through. And then uh, it'd not be zombies. Not necessarily yes. like a... a uh, Day after tomorrow, or twenty twenty twelve, or something like that, but something a little bit more feasible to survive than those sure. movies sort of set up. Although I did have, uh, we did have fun playing Back for Blood together. That was fun. Oh yeah, I did have fun t- uh, one shotting Tall Men. They have a giant zombie called a Tall Man uh, oh. Pan, and you uh, you can one shot them with an axe. And they're supposed to be like this super like awful monster, but you just wait for them attack, walk to the side, take the axe, cut their arm off, they're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's fun. So back to that. Have you encountered the mm-hmm. hag yet? No. The hag like is I said, horrible. I've only played the tutorial. Picture Cthulhu so monster. The... Uh. And what? Yeah, it's like a Cthulhu monster, essentially, like. Almost the same height as, like, the tall man. Um, except instead of, like, grabbing you with its arm, it'll grab you with both arms and try to, like, swallow you. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, I'm not looking forward to, to this. Yeah, oh, my gosh. It was. Okay. Ooh. Like, I unloaded a full, a full, full clip of my shotgun into it, and it still grabbed me and started to devour me. Good thing the the bots are actually helpful. The tasers. That's what you need the tasers for. Mm. The grab attacks. Okay. So, <clears throat> Japan or Japan is sinking the, the video game. <laughs> sure. But a natural disaster, essentially, yes. Uh, yeah. Surviving a natural disaster. Okay. That's a it's a it's an interesting one. You don't you don't see a lot of like uh, 
like there's a lot of classical things of like you talk about like man versus the supernatural and man versus man. You mm. don't see a lot of man versus nature in games. And that'd be It's so easy to do too. Yeah. Yeah. You think far Monster Hunter. <laughs> I mean, Monster Hunter does it. Yeah. There is no Monster Hunter Apocalypse. Where the monsters actually win and destroy all of civilization. That already happened once, right? Well, now it needs to happen again. <laughs> Ooh, that would have been a good choice to play to play a monster hunter before the Dragon Wars. Fatalis and Safi Jiva mate to create a ultra elder dragon. Uh, Eldest dragon. <laughs> the eldest dragon. Elderer. <laughs> An elderer dragon. Create the eldest dragon. It just says Great Weirm across the jo- the title. Great <laughs> Weirm Devil Joe. What? <laughs> Could you imagine if they gave Devil Joe, like, actually long and opposable arms and stuff? Oh, oh have you seen be... the... Have you seen... There was a thing on Twitter that was a Devil Joe mixed with a basil geese. Have you seen that? I have not. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's like a Devil Joe Wyvern. It is so scary looking. Oh wait, I, actually, uh, I think I have. Yeah. The, who I, ba- I imagine it's basically Deathwing. <laughs> it just wins. It just but kills I, everybody. Imagine a Devil Joe with opposable arms and hands just grabs the hunter like a corn dog and just... <laughs> yep. It's Godzilla 2000. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what Devil Joe... With arms is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't talk about Godzilla 2000. I loved that movie. So did I. Uh, so I like I'm not. Yeah. I I own. I accidentally own two copies of I was gonna it. Say, I was gonna say four to one. I'm downright shocked you don't like that movie. Come on. <laughs> I'm just playing a it was joke. Basically, a T-Rex Velociraptor destroys New York. A lot of uh, quote unquote <laughs> true Godzilla fans don't like oh, it. Oh, I know. So. I know. No, no, it's not very Godzilla-y. I know. Yeah. It's just a disaster movie with uh, Ferris Bueller and Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And half the cast of The Simpsons. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah like a lot of the uh, supporting cast are members. Are, like, I don't know if they just like had a day off of recording episodes or something and just wandered over. Hey, there's some extras. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Nice. Don't you love it when yeah. there's Easter eggs like that? I don't know if that's what actually happened, but yeah, like a bunch of the supporting cast are like people from the Simpsons. Well, just just the fact that they are from the Simpsons is 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 good enough for me, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so disaster movie, uh, the game, which you know, there's a lot of movies like that. There's so many movies that are like a natural disaster, but yeah, not many games. All right, um, so Pan, you're number two. Well, second one. Let's say second one. I feel like this is this is a little bit cheating. Okay. But um I want I want some kind of game. You know what? It could even be an Assassin's Creed game. You'd think you'd actually think this this would be super ripe for the picking for Assassin's Creed. But I want an Assassin's Creed game that takes place at the height of either the the Mayan civilization or the Aztec civilization. Hmm. Ah. You'd think that'd be ripe for the for the because you can have all this kind of like shady ass Templar shit. You can have, God, what was that guy's name? Cortez. Cortez could be a Templar and he's coming in to kill Montezuma and all this other mm-hmm. shit. 
Yeah. Or the guy that fucked over Pachacuti. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I, I'm not as well versed in in those. You could also those yeah. You could also have random crossover stuff with like aliens and Predator. That's true too. Aliens two. Was that the one? I think. So. Well, I think it was, wasn't it. Aliens versus Predator. That series that brought in like the South American yeah. tribes and stuff. The Ziggurats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's one of them. It's something in the Alien series. Mm-hmm. And it, there is a predator involved because it's purposely hunting the aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pizarro. That was the guy. That was the guy I was trying to remember. Francisco Pizarro, who, like, fucked over the Inca. Okay. I'm not yeah, going yeah, to I'm not gonna lie. You said Pizarro. And I was thinking... Biz- That's his name! You, I was thinking Bizarro, like the comic <laughs> book. And I was like... Pan, are we talking about a comic now? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> no. Francisco Pizarro. Okay, yes. Okay. So, yeah, I want, I want, if not an Assassin's Creed game, then some other kind of game that takes place during the uh, the height of the Maya or the, the height of the, the Aztec. Because, God, I, you got to watch this extra history they did on the, on the Inca civilization. It is not Maya Inca. I keep getting those two mixed up. The Inca civilization. It is fantastic. I, I bet. I bet. And it is like, I am super interested in that now. And I want a game that takes place in, like, they had this really awesome, like, interconnected, uh, they had, like, roads all the way through the, the um, what's the mountain range that goes through? The Andes. Yeah. They had all these roads that go through the Andes. And they just had guys who just ran through the Andes. From, like, city to city, like, delivering the mail, like the Pony Express, except guys instead of horses. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that is awesome. Like, I, uh, I, want, I want a game that takes place during this. I had an opportunity at one point in my life um, to actually go to Machu Picchu, but, which is Incan. And um, it did not happen because uh, stuff like no longer being with that person happened. So mm. their family was in uh, Peru. So I, uh, I, it was it was planned at one point, but it didn't happen because it was like, oh, they lived. I think they lived in Lima, which is actually like four hours away or something. And they're like, now you can't you can't visit Machu Picchu while you're there. It's like four hours away. And I'm like, you don't understand. We've already traveled this far. Let's just go the extra four hours. Mm-hmm. Four hours away? Dude, when I lived in Wyoming, four hours was the closest mall. Fair. Fair. I mean, that is a very that is a very rural America problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I'll drive I'll drive four hours to the mall. What do you mean I won't drive four hours to Machu Picchu? Right. I know you also like you have to get permits and stuff to go because they only let so many people in and all that shit, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would take a lot of um, a lot of planning. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I want I want something that takes place during the height of the Inca civilization, um, or something during the Maya or the Aztec. I know these are three distinct cultures and civilizations. I'm not just trying mashing them up. I know that they are different. Yes, but they're all sort of all three of them are very like unexplored uh, sure. video games, except for one notable. One is uh, the Sunset Invasion right DLC from for Crusader Kings 2, which you knew that was coming. Uh, I did not know it was coming because I forgot about it. 
But having said it, <laughs> I know that's a thing, and you have talked yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, you just get this random event where like 500,000 Aztec warriors show up in Spain. It's actually randomly decided where, but usually Spain. And they just conquer the shit out of everything. Mm. That's unfortunate for Spain. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, deserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, the, the 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 community kind of threw a fit when that DLC came out because it wasn't historically accurate. But then everybody started relaxing about historical accuracy when when uh You can crown this, a horse. Like more expansions came out. Yeah. When you can crown a horse, yeah. 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 Oh man. Uh I will say that uh Civilizations actually on uh has all three at some point in the series, I think. Mhm. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, so I know in Civ... Five, they have the Mayans. I can't remember. Yeah, Civ Five. Okay, yeah. So they've got Pachacuti. Yes. For the Inca. They have Montezuma for the Aztecs. I don't remember who they have for the Mayans. Okay, who was the green with the yellow sun? I'm pretty sure that was the Mayans. I didn't play near as much Civ as you. If Steve wasn't upstairs dying on the couch, he would answer this in our chat. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Our uh, our chat superhero, Steve, is not here. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, I'm looking it up. Okay. <laughs> so, a uh, game said that. I don't know where Ace went. He did say, hold on. Okay, yeah. So we have Pachacuti for the Inca. That's the green sun on the yellow background. Okay, that's, that's Inca. Okay. There's the Iroquois, who are led by Hiawatha. Oh, Pakal. Pakal leads the Maya. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pakal was dumb. I almost spit my water I out on I that I didn't one. like playing him. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Pakal was dumb. Um, Pachacuti was actually super good, and so was uh, Montezuma. Uh, Iroquois, though, are United States. That's a uh, Eastern U.S. tribe, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I was just listing off the different, like, Native American tribes sure. available in Civ Five. Sure. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then there's Kamehameha with the uh, Polynesians slash Hawaiians. And Kamehameha was, like, fucking broken. Yeah, I mean, they killed a lot of Saiyans. It certainly did. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's what it's based off of. I know, I know. I was wondering if you were gonna. I was wondering if that was where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that that struck Pan the right way. Uh, so. Damn it! It's it's Damn it. they saved the world so many but, times. Yeah, and Ko Cannon as well. His uh, his his uh, backup. Kyo Ken. Oh, yeah. There you go. Kyo what? I always thought... I... Kyo Ken times two! Kyo Ken. <laughs> All right. So, uh... God, that shit gets so stupid in Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball uh... Z Bridge just has so many puns, which I love to reference. God, you gotta watch Dragon Ball Super. I have. Put that Ka- on the list after. No, Ka- I don't. Carrot okay, cake. Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Kaioken times ten or whatever it is, <laughs> and then his key gets all fucked up and he's like, 
instant yeah. transmissioning all over the universe and whatnot. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Like is uh, this I have a metaphor yeah. for Super. impotence? It kinda seems like a metaphor for impotence right now. He's having performance issues. <laughs> so uh <laughs> uh, I want to. I, I don't know how to transition away from performance issues. Just go. Just leave. Just run away. Just so, what's next? <laughs> speaking about a game like Spore with performance issues. Um. <laughs> there we go. I pulled it back together. I want a game set in now. Granted, it does not. I'd like it to span multiple eras still because I am still stuck on this EVO idea. But I'd like it to start and feature a very long time in the Paleozoic era. I want a Paleozoic era game, and it's something akin to uh, to Spore as far as like a 3D action game, especially in the creature phase. Um, but the way I want it to go is something more like a realistic EVO and you are actually getting your, uh, there's a board game and I don't remember the name of it. It's like dominant species or something. Yes. And I'd like for you to, at the beginning of a game, you pick a quote unquote class or you're picking a, basically an animal classification and your goal is to take that animal classification through the Paleozoic era up into modern times into sentience. Or. 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 Your classification survives the Holocene. Oh, yeah. And you could make it a lot shorter. Uh, yeah, you could. But that is that is the idea. Is I, I want a... You pick a classification, and then you try to get it through several mass extinctions. Um and evolve and da 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 and obviously uh you don't have to go crazy like an evo where you have like lion jaw rhino body giraffe neck and like uh i don't know bull horns yeah yeah try to but oh man hard mode be a nidarian be a nidarian that survives to the holocene <laughs> That would be cool. He's just smiling like, what's a night area? It's like in South Park, the stick of truth. Instead of you're picking your race by a, co a difficulty slider, you're picking your uh, class by a difficulty slider. Mm -hmm. Not Nidarian. What? Nidarian. Nidarian wasn't the thing I meant. The, the, the stupid things that look like alien flowers that we have fossils of. Nidarians are jellyfish. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they, they're wholly extinct. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that. And you could be like, hey, I'd like to be... And you could do something like, hey, you know, we want to take... Let's just say you want to be vanilla and you want to take mammals to the end, right? So then you'd have to go through, you know, the Chordata. You'd have to, basically, your beginning class would be Chordata. And then you'd have to go all the way through that, and you'd have to get all the way through that, and you'd have to survive that extinction. Um, blah, blah, blah. Survive the... The transition to land, yada yada. Survive the dinosaur age, yada yada. And there you go. But then you could also say, I want human setting at lobsters, so we're going to take crustaceans to the end. So, 
I know, that that's that was something I was thinking, but specifically when you're talking about a, a, an area that we don't see a lot of games in, because we see a lot of dinosaur games, so Mesozoic era. I'd like to see something set in the uh, specifically the Older Paleozoic. Yeah, Paleozoic, trilobites, fish, and weird like. See the canth. I found him. I found him. Where he belongs. Pan is looking up this class. Damn it, stupid pop-ups. <laughs> classification for oh, I, I, ancient. I can't find, uh, I, I still can't remember what the taxa is called, but I found a picture of one. Okay. So, yeah, that that is that is my idea. I have talked several times about an EVO. The fern-looking things. Like game. Okay. Pod. Yeah. Those. They're like anemones with, like, long stems. Yeah, they're like anemones, but they have, like, like hard outer shells. Yeah. Dear God, that crab with giant eyes looks hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, so. Um, so that, that's my uh, second idea. What's our final idea for Ace? Uh, so I didn't have one, but I was thinking... You could just steal the Monster Hunter one. Well, I was thinking uh, a time period that I've not really seen or really experienced in my gaming library, or it, just in general experience, uh, is the Civil War era. I'd be curious oh. to see a game play out where... Sort of like a. I do believe there's a Total War like game set in that era, but I don't, not sure. Hmm. I think it'd be interesting to have like a uh, Civil War era game where it basically uses the one of the most widely used monikers of that war was that they literally had like family members, like brothers, on opposing sides of the war. Yeah. So essentially have. Have it be that. Like a drama. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want it to be like a uh, first-person shooter or just an action game? Or just a story game? It could be first-person. It could be third-person. Um, You're just more interested in the setting itself and the concept of family. Yeah. And actually okay. do like some Assassin's Creed stuff where they like interweave a lot of history into it. Sure. Sure. Although I hate that about Assassin's Creed when I do it sometimes. <laughs> da Vinci did not come up with arm blades, okay? Da Vinci was not that cool. <laughs> I'm joking. He's pretty cool, though. He was pretty cool. He just didn't come up with <laughs> arm blades because he was cooler than that. The, th the thing about the hook blade is you have the hook and the blade. Good going, Da Vinci. You did it. <laughs> that, that, that's from Assassin's Creed 3. Da Vinci didn't do that one, but oh, like, okay. That that that's a meme between my husband and a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's in three. It, yeah, yeah, it is in the three. The hook blade is. You have the hook, and then you have the blade. To, okay. Yeah, I fucking guessed. To be fair, to be fair, 
That that's one of the things I like about Assassin's Creed Three is that a lot of times in my experience within my own tribe, so I can't say for all Native Americans, it was like, yeah, you dumbass, what do you think it does? Like that was like their <laughs> mentality a lot of the time. Like, are you really that stupid? Come on. <laughs> like, dude, you got to read Coyote Blue. I just remember realized that. Okay, is that a is that an audible thing? Probably. Okay, I'll look for it. I still I I've left off at The Witcher at the, uh, um, the short story where they uh, I corrected myself. Steve said I was saying books and that wasn't right. But when they say book whatever in the audible thing, it kind of leads me to say book. But whatever. Short story of uh, Yennefer leaving. Or was that the last one I listened to? It's either Yennefer leaving or the bank. Dude, Yennefer leaves a lot. <laughs> okay. In this thing, what do I call I, this collection of short stories, number two, I, it's the first time I've heard it. So, I, Dude, he's, uh, he's like half asleep on the couch upstairs. It's fine. Okay. Anyways. He's not here to, he's not here to come down on you over that. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, I will finish that at some point. But I've been catching up on a YouTube backlog and playing some games that I don't like to split focus on. So, mm -hmm. although one of them I'll talk about later tonight, I start to want to split some focus on because <laughs> it's getting weirder. <laughs> anyways, I'll talk about that later. Um, so, uh,. Civil War. That's where we were at. It took me a while to con connect the dots back to where we were. <laughs> Civil War. I, you know what? Um, you could just make a Wild Wild West game. There you go. Weird West. That's a that's an awesome genre, and I want more of it. Yes, but that's not what I want to talk about. Okay. So what pan? What's your what's your last one tonight? Unless you have more to say wanna... on it, uh, Ace. I'm good. I mean, okay. I didn't have much in the way a of lot to say one. with it yeah sure okay pan i want a trojan war game for fuck's sake interesting okay do you want it to be fantastical or do you want it to be like realistic both okay <laughs> i don't care i don't either care. either or both and either in between or both yeah yes i want a fucking why the fuck don't we have a good trojan war game um, because everyone is not going to fall for the Trojan horse trick. I was just giving an answer. I did. That's not why. It's just throwing look, out an it, answer. Look, it, look, we can do some RTS shit. Look, we can do, uh, I think we can do. There actually is a, there is a Trojan war scenario in age of mythologies. And I think they have the Trojan horse. This is a Chauncey question that I'll have to I get back to you later. I think there is a scenario for that battle. The Trojan War lasted 20 years. There's not just one battle. It's Age of Mythologies. What are you going to do? Like, it, it, that, could, okay. that could last 20 minutes, which is like 50 years in the timeline. So... <laughs> So yeah, I want I want it could you know we could do some kind of RTS we could do a tower defense mm -hmm. we can do some sort of uh, RPG because there's a lot of different heroes involved. Could you? It could be a hack and slash game. Could you imagine if you're doing the tower defense mission and you're the idiot that accepts the Trojan horse? <laughs> could you? 
<laughs> you get well, an achievement. So the thing is, oh, they we've checked you again. <laughs> the thing is, I've read, I've read, uh, I read uh, Stephen Fry's Troy recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, by recently, I mean like two and a half months ago when it came out. Sure. But um, so in. They built the Trojan horse bigger than the main gate of Troy could fit. So they actually had to smash down the gate to bring the horse in. Plan super succeeded. Yeah, and then they had to just, like, board it back up with, like, shitty plywood. Oh, no. You know this, this is why this, you never so, never hire Ikea to do your work. This horse really smells like a lot of sweaty men. No, nah, that's just ancient Greece for you. Do you think something's weird with the horse? Nah. No, no, that's just the way ancient Greece smells, dude. <laughs> Are you quoting year one? Didn't they do that in year one? I'm just making up. It's a terrible. One is. The top it's of a my terrible head. movie. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Or you know the uh, the Greek Dark Age. That'd be cool. Mm, okay. But you know it's you know it's interesting because like. We don't actually know what happened during the Greek Dark Age because it's the Greek Dark Age. Mm-hmm. They didn't have candles. It was dark and no one knew what was going <coughs> yeah. on. No, we have like we have like a whole ass civilization that we have like artifacts from and everything. We have no idea how to decode their language because it's not related to anything whatsoever. Their alphabet is indecipherable to us. Wow. That the is nearest interesting. language Yeah, the nearest language to them was decoded in the nineteen sixties. Hmm. And, like, we've been digging up stuff from them since, like, the, you know, since we started digging up artifacts. Right. Since we started stealing people's stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. It's European on European crime in this one, okay? This belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) But, um. Oh, man. You know? uh, I really, really, really. I find it to be a crime that there's uh, there's no decent uh, Trojan War game. Come on, come on, Dad of like God of War. Come on, just stop over at Troy for a little bit, can ya, please? I don't know. They might have in the PSP titles, but I didn't play those. Ah, yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm very look. Let, let's do let's do a good good old Bronze Age game. Okay. Three hundred right. the game. Now, no, that game was shit. 300. <laughs> hey, it was a good movie, at least. Give I've me told you guys about the men with spears and shields. I, I've told you guys about when I saw that in theaters, right? 300? No. Where I exactly I so. missed the sex scene. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, I was with, uh, I was on a, uh, with my brother and my, uh, ex-wife, who was just my girlfriend at the time. And, um... I was like, I really had to go because I had like a large Coke. And I was just like, I really got to go. I was like, all right, it looks like a lull. He's standing naked looking out over the horizon. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go pee real fast and run back in. So I walk in literally, and I've seen the movie a couple times now, literally at the exact end of that scene where he's <laughs> out in the field talking to the, he's like, uh, what what were they called? The other group of people that were like the artists, the Persians, the per- Persians. Oh 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 oh, the artist guys. Uh, the the the, the other the, Greece. The Athenians. Yeah, the Athenians. The Athenians. 
Yeah, he's literally like walking up to talk to them, which is literally the second of the next scene, like like there. And I just missed that scene entirely. And I, I found uh, I found my uh, my ex uh, covering her eyes in embarrassment, curled up in a in a chair next to my brother, because we were in high school. Oh like, what? Oh oh, high school. Right right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it was it was funny. Um, my sister and I convinced our dad to let us go see that movie. <laughs> nice. He bought us the tickets and said, have a nice night, girls. And we did. Nice. Oh, no. We watched Gerard Butler run around in his underwear for two hours. <laughs> oh, no. I love that movie. It's hel- I unironically love that movie. Same here. It's a really awesome movie. <laughs> it is. Uh, I was going to say... Uh, a game I've been trying to get you to play forever, Pan, Titan Quest, is kind of set in a mythological time period of this in Greece. Oh no, I'm I'm fine with the I'm fine with fantasy Bronze Age. Yeah. Just like you know, fan there's you know, there's fantasy Middle Ages and there's fantasy bronze age. Yeah. No, I'm 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 totally cool with fantasy bronze age. Well let's do it. Like the the last decent fantasy bronze age game I've played was uh bah, was uh, Age of Mythology. Mm-hmm. I didn't play the God of War games until Dad of War. Okay. Dad boy. I mean, God of War was really good. One, two, and three. They were good. Um, but they're not Trojan War at all. They are no. Bayonetta hack and slash. What are they called? Spectacle fighters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a spectacle fighter. Um, yeah. Titan- I wouldn't mind a spectacle fighter of Troy. Titan Quest is really good. Actually, another one set, a good one, very good one. It's first set in the Crusades, but then is set in Hell is Dante's Inferno. The spectacle fighter of Dante's Inferno from that era. I I remember hearing about that game a long time ago. It was good. Now, I got a little squeamish, like, uh, there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot, I mean, you're in Hell, right? So it's supposed to be debauchery and... And that yeah, kind of Dante's stuff. Dante's hell, even. Right. So, um, you know, the Maiden of Lust, the the, there's a lot of, like, sex and boobs and stuff in that game. And it's just like, oh, yeah, until I played Succubus. I mean, Succubus is way worse. But but <laughs> that, that was, like, uh, the most that I had seen in a game up until recently, which I will get to because I have more stories to tell about that game today. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyways, so um All right, so last one was Trojan Bronze Age Greece. I want the Trojan War really, but uh I'll take any Bronze Age game. Okay. I do still suggest Titan Quest. I was really into it just before Diablo 2 because of the same style of game. So still haven't beat all three modes. Oh well. Um so my last one, and I, I would tell you guys my backup that was set in Earth first as just a a, a throwaway because I didn't have more to say other than that. But I was thinking of, like, I even have a title for it. It's called Lover's Lane, a 1950s dating sim. <gasps> yes! You don't see him. At- I, would play the sh- I would play the shit out of that. Right? Um... Um, so, but if that were to happen, just real quick, you could pick whether you're a boy or a girl and you would have options for both sides. I I would say that would need to be a thing. It'd be really interesting finding the secret, because there's always the secret gay option in those games. 
Oh gosh. That and, would be fascinating. And then given the right circumstances, you could die in that one as well. Cause they would totally kill you in the fifties. for that. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. You find the secret gay option and you're in and Stonewall riots. Mm, no. Oh boy. That'd be rough. That'd be a really rough situation. No. So my, the, the one I, I wanted to get back, uh, get by. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm pulling a pan on this one. We're going to D and D land. I want to see an action RPG set in the time of troubles in the forgotten realms. And if for those, I don't know real D and D lore, so whatever. So the time of troubles is a time, a period of time that wasn't very long. All divine magic and all arcane magic was gone immediately and without warning. They'd have to call it something else. Well, there's the spell plague that did that as well. But actually, it wasn't that arcane magic was gone. It was now chaotic. Um, like like a wild magic. That's worse. <laughs> Someone actually like blew themselves up trying to do like a fireball and stuff. Like it was just... Oh, yeah. They became so, um, But... Um, all the gods were unable to communicate with their followers, and there was a lot of dealings with the gods being like, "What the heck? Like, why am I suddenly oh, lost shoot, all I of do my this power?" Event in my campaign. So, the time of troubles, as an action RPG, and you could do it. You could be the deities. You could be just the, like the player characters. Because, hey, I'm a paladin. I'm I'm bad a. I'm suddenly demoted to less than a warrior. What's going on? And now, Ooh. like, the warrior and the barbarians are king. This even affected druids, because druids are technically divine magic. And it was, uh... It was, Ooh, uh... that'd be interesting if you if you play as, like, like a god who is, like, descended to Earth in a desperate effort to, uh... Not Earth, but whatever. Descended to the Forgotten Realms in a def- desperate play to get a hold of their followers. Yeah, there was there was stuff like that that happened. There was god deities who were in avatars that were trapped on the material plane and became mortal. I think too. So there was stuff like that. Like, oh my god, I gotta do this. Yeah, the time of troubles. It's actually a really cool event. Um, it's really weird though because it was a forced event on a bunch of writers at the same time. They've done this a couple times. It was like the forced time skip and the spell plague. And forgotten. Oh, realms. dude, dude! I read comic books now. I get it. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, hey, D and D multiverse. There's a spell plague. Ta-da! Hey, by the way, our our star and savior, the Dritz Raider, Darius Salvatore, kill your whole cast. We're jumping the time forward hundred years. But my whole cast are drow, so whatever. I mean, one of them was a drow. The rest were humans. Of make a... it funny. I'm sorry. Make it funny. Okay. Sure, but I don't like drow. <laughs> when have I actually? I've I've got something to say about that. Um, so as you may have known, Pan and some people who listen, maybe not. I finished Bahamut. I posted it. It took me eight months to finish this oh. article. I upvoted it. I forgot to read it. I got to read that tonight. Awesome. Uh. Thank you for your upvote. It's in the five hundred. I did upvote it. It's in the five hundreds. It's doing very well. Um, but I was trying to think of what I'm going to do next, and I want to do 
spiders. And I'm going to do the fantastical spiders like the phase spiders and stuff. And I'm going to try to get it out for Halloween for a spooky monster. So look forward to spiders and all of their kind of like the Wolfkin article, except I'm not going to call it Spiderkin for obvious reasons. I'm just mm-hmm. going to call it the ecology of the fantastical spiders. I'm just going to call it fantastical spiders. <laughs> but yeah, Spiderkin is not a thing. Is it eight legged freaks? The fantastical spiders. Eight-legged freaks. I could make that a, like a colon a subtitle. The eight-legged freaks. But I'm not doing driders. No driders. We're just doing all no, the... No, those are people. We're doing all the Next crazy you. spiders. Oh, you want to hear something funny? So uh, so uh, Hippo uh, actually commented on my article. And he only did it to correct me. Because I forgot that mercury dragons were a thing. I My brother and I had a conversation about mercury dragons... And uh, I was like, yeah, that'd be a really cool dragon. So we just made up what a Mercury dragon would be and put it on the on the article. Of course, it's been a thing. And yeah, he corrected me. I was like, it's uh, in 2E. I was like, oh. And then I put a <laughs> disclaimer on my comment. I said, all right. Apparently, they were in 2E, but I had no idea of them, nor knowledge of them. I do not have 2E, but 2E Monster Manual. I have all the 2E books except for the Monster Manual. So, yeah. Anyways. But yeah, that's my final uh, one is uh, the Time of Troubles uh, as an action RPG. An action RPG as I mean like D&D and that kind of stuff. Not D- not D&D. Diablo and that kind of stuff. But that's also pretty good because you can do dialogue trees and discussion and story in those games as well. But you get loot because D&D is also about loot. So learning uh, how to... I'd like to, you could play as like a paladin, like specifically as divine spellcasters that lost your power and you're trying to discover why. Yeah, like it, it, it'd be super lame to be a fighter or a, a ranger or something in that setting. No, you gotta, you gotta be, rangers, uh, you gotta be a cleric or a paladin. Rangers I know, I know would rangers lose probably their spells. have some divine magic. Yeah, yeah, they lose their spells, which who cares? Who uses ranger yeah. spells? <laughs> Speak with beasts. I mean, I used them a lot with uh, Nil, my my Link parody. I used them a lot because, uh, yeah, I was a terrible ranger in 5e. But, yeah, um, so there we go. That is that this is, is our... my surprise face. Terrible ranger 5e? Man. Hey, this... it was fun. That was that was the point is that it was fun. I know. This episode is um, just full of performance difficulties. Yes, that too. Um, so Walmart performance difficulties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two times in a row. Two times in a row I have transitioned off of that statement. Yes. Good job. All right. Let's go for three. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Walmart stories. I'm going to let you guys lead off on this. I have some very mild ones. I I do not have crazy, like, department store stories. All right. So, I'll start off with the the one that uh, inspired us. Okay. So, uh, a week and a half ago, yeah, was a very trying time in uh, my household. Mm Mm-hmm. 
my uh, my son's my son's mattress was vinyl covered because of course he's a small child you know got to have a vinyl covered mattress so he doesn't pee in, into the mattress. Yeah. Well, he jumps on his bed and that makes the vinyl rip. Mmm. So. We forgot to make him potty before bedtime because he had a really rough bedtime and all this other stuff. And about midnight when we were, this was the day Dread, Metroid Dread came out. That's why we were up so late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so about 1230 or so when we're crawling into bed. Uh, and uh, as, as I'm snuggling down, my husband says, wait, we never put soul in a diaper. Ah, shit. So I get up, and as soon as I open the door to his room, whoosh, nah, he's peed the bed. This is bad. This is bad. So we wake him up. He is soaked, somehow head to toe. Oh, no. And I, I change him. My husband starts dealing with the mattress. It is soaked through the mattress into the wood of his bed. Mm. And we're like, well, shit, there goes that mattress. So we take the mattress down to our basement, and I make, you know, the boy is, like, changed and cleaned and awake by this point clean up all the pee, I put all his clean blankets into a pile on the floor and make him cozy. I'm like, all right, good night, son. It's about 1 a.m. by the time I get back to my bed. Every 20 minutes or so, he gets up and comes to bug me about something else. Mm. Me specifically because I sleep closer to the door. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sucks. It really sucks. Uh, eventually, I... Um, I get really ticked off at him, and uh, I, I, I'm like, you know what, around close to 3 a.m., I give up, and I get him cozy on the living room couch instead of his floor, because maybe that's the problem. He just can't sleep on his floor, you know? The kid has fallen asleep on piles of Legos before. I don't know what's wrong with his floor, so I get him all cozy on his couch. This all does tie into Walmart, I swear to God. <laughs> hey, I, I figured. I'm just waiting for it. Kay. Yeah. I get him cozy on his, on the couch in some blankets, and I'm really angry because at this point it's 3 a.m. and I got to get up at uh, 5:45 for work. Oh, it's so. And rough. I have not truly, I have not truly fallen asleep yet. Yeah. And so I, in I, in my full righteous fury of not having slept yet, I threaten him uh, with. No treats, no watermelon, no friends, no nothing tomorrow if he wakes me up another time anymore. He doesn't get anything tomorrow. And he gets real big-eyed and just shrinks back into the couch and curls up under his blanket. And he says, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think, thank God, I think I scared him. Now he's going to leave me alone and I can go to sleep. All it takes to do that to both the girls is taking away the switch. It's all I have to do. And they're like, <gasps> they're so. so much like me. <laughs> About 3 a.m., I'm crawling into my bed, hoping to get two and a half, a solid two and a half hours of sleep before I got to go to work. Oh, that's so rough. <laughs> and uh, I fall, like, seemingly seconds later, but I know it was about 30 minutes later because I saw the time on my phone. Mm -hmm. My husband and I both hear this ear-piercing wail. Mommy, Daddy, I need you! Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, shit, what did he do? He got up and messed with something. And he screams it again, and by this point, we're like both like bolting out into the living room. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is like curled up, wailing and screaming on the couch that there is a bad guy in the house. And he is like pointing and screaming at this coat rack over in the corner. 
Now, my husband, he's still not, like, really awake. He's, like, check- suddenly freaked out and checking the deadbolts on the doors. And I'm like, Steve, he's pointing at the coat rack. It's fine. I turn on the light, and Soul calms down. We pat him on the back. I hug him. I tell him the bad guy's all gone, all that stuff. The deadbolts were done, so, like, there was no bad guy. He calms down, and it's 3.30, 3.40. And I just look at Steve, and he's like, Chelsea, you're not going to work tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I am not. <laughs> Mm-mm. And so that's when I, I text my boss And I'm like Soul's had a night terror And I'm still awake So I'm not coming into work tomorrow mm-hmm. And you know he'll see, he'll see you know, He won't actually get this, ta- this text For several hours mm-hmm. But sure. he'll see what time it actually got to his phone Yeah And so um, we're, We both kind of resign ourselves to this. We're like okay Well it's about 4 in the morning Let's go to Walmart and buy him another mattress. Mm-hmm. Walmart so has load him up in the car. It's a kid mattress. I guess mat- they have like kids. Mattress. Yeah, they have kids' a, mattresses. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a crib mattress. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it was like thirty bucks. So we put him in the car seat, and he's all happy as happy as a clam on an adventure. Ace, what did you do? <laughs> you went sideways. He went sideways. Happy as a clam to go to Walmart. It's a little after four in the morning by the time we roll up on Walmart, and uh, we're all three of us walking in, and he's practically skipping as he holds our hands. It's an adventure going to Walmart at four in the morning. By the way, the Walmart we went to is the biggest Walmart in town. It's the closest one to our house. It's also the sketchiest. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. And I mean, uh, everyone as... knows what I mean. This is the sketchy Walmart. I mean, any Walmart yeah. after like midnight, I would say, becomes inherently sketchy. Well, not this tr- is the, this, this Walmart is sketchy at three in the afternoon, dude. Not not true. There is there is a Walmart that is in ni- entirely no way sketchy, and it's the one that's closest to us in in Waverly, because there's just no one that goes there. It's not like <laughs> there's not even sketchiness there. It's just empty all the I mean, time. <laughs> there is a Walmart inexplic- inexplicably in the middle of this super rich neighborhood here in town. Mm-hmm. So, and that Walmart's never going to be sketchy. I don't care. Yeah. But the, the Walmart we go to, it is it is sketchy at 3 in the afternoon on a Monday. Mm-hmm. So we're walking up, and this dude says, hey, you guys going shopping? And we're like, yeah. Walmart's closed. What? 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 Yeah, man, Walmart's closed. We closed at 11. Why are you here? Would be my next oh, question. Oh, he's an employee. He's an employee. Oh, okay. But why? And, uh, <laughs> I guess they could be a stalker, as in yeah, stalking night stalking items. is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, my husband and I both contain our swears. We get him back in the car, and we uh, we spend a desperate couple of seconds googling the other WalMarts in town. They're all closed at 11 and open at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Two hours to kill. So no, no, no. We all go back to we all go home. I put Soul on the futon down here in the basement, which is kind of just on the other side of uh, this wall from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. He goes to sleep, or I stay up with him until he falls asleep on that couch, and then I go upstairs and go to bed. Sometime around five, five thirty. Jeez. Steve gets up with him at eight o'clock, sends him to daycare. He wakes me up at ten o'clock, and then we actually go to Walmart to buy the fucking bed because, like, otherwise we're having we're having night terrors too. Electric boogaloo tonight. <laughs> right. So, Steve's on about three and a half hours of sleep. I've had about. Four or five hours of sleep. 
We get our essentials. Oh, yeah, also our washing machine is broke. That's another part of this story that doesn't have to do with Walmart, but our washing machine was broke. Yay. So we couldn't even wash the bed sheets that he peed. So we have to go buy bed sheets, too. Mm. We also buy him a couple of outfits because he needs just, clean clothes, and we don't have a way to clean his clothes. Just just burn it. Just burn it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we get, we, get a, we get a mattress. We get bed sheets. We get a couple of essentials. We get some bullshit food to eat because neither of us are cooking today. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we get some frappuccinos, and we go to check out. Hey, there's only two people in line ahead of us. Fantastic. And Steve's like, Chelsea, I'm going to go look at the video games while you wait in line. Like, okay, bye-bye. He comes back 20 minutes later, and the line is not fucking moved. Oh, God. I, I told Ace about this the other day. I had to go to the bathroom really bad, like really bad. And I was at know, uh, one of the drive through banks where they have like the tubes. I was at the tube for an hour. <gasps> Holy hell. I was just there. And I was like, oh, man, that was a rough drive home because I really had to go. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't that, Oh no. It, the guy, I don't know. The guy was doing his taxes through the drive through window. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was the car to my left, and I hated him. And I will hate him forever. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, yeah, one other thing we got was a, was a bottle of bamboo rum, which I know you don't know anything about booze, Fortuan, but bamboo rum is it's kind of expensive. It's the basic bitch of rum. It's very sweet and tasty and delicious, but it's also kind of expensive. All I know about booze is that they are made from various fruits or vegetables, and that is what they are named after. And rum is made from something. Cane sugar. There you go. See, I knew something. All right. So uh, we spend about 45 minutes in line. This guy, so the guy in front of us, he's got like four cans of tuna, a couple of DVDs, and a six-pack of beer. It takes her 15 fucking minutes to ring him up. She's, like, trying to scan the can of tuna with the metal side down over the laser. She tries it, like, four or five times, and then she stops, she looks at the label, and she runs the barcode over the laser, and then she makes the same fucking mistake with the next can of tuna. <laughs> Jeez. Uh... Yeah. We get up there, and uh, she rings up our stuff, and I see, I watch her, like, grabbing our stuff and putting her thumb over the over the barcode and being absolutely puzzled why it doesn't <laughs> ring up. Don't kill yourself, Ace. It's worth Steve, Steve is summoning all his infinite teacher patience and all of his retail, his personal experience of being the person behind the register, trying yeah. not to just flip his shit on this lady. And I am, I am about ready to be like, ma'am, can you step aside? I will do this faster. <laughs> but we, we hold it in. 45 fucking minutes. We hold it in. We get all our stuff rung up, and she rings up the bamboo, and she's so puzzled why it won't ring up. By the way, it looks like booze. There is no mistaking that it is not booze, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's so puzzled, and then she's, she blinks many times and looks at her screen. She's like, oh, ma'am, can I have your ID? I pulled my ID out of my wallet five fucking minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And I hand it to her. And understandably, she is puzzled because in my ID, I'm 50 pounds lighter and my hair is brown. Yeah. But she looks back and forth several times and she says, Ma'am, what's your birth date? 52989, Miss. Like it has been for the last 30 years. 
32 years, whatever. $529.89, ma'am. Okay, thank you. And she scans my ID and hands it back to me. And then she looks at Steve and she says, and your birth date, sir? And he just like. Why? He just like, yeah, one, why? You got someone's ID, two. If you got a card, everyone who's there at the alcohol purchase, actually fucking card them. Don't just ask them what their birthday is. Three, he hasn't been carded in ages because he's as bald as pa- Captain Picard. <laughs> so yeah. he, he, he recites his birthday, and she's like, she gets it, and then she's so confused because she goes to punch in his birthday, but the machine doesn't accept it because she already punched in my birthday. And then she then she notices how expensive bamboo is. It's about 40, 40 bucks a bottle. She's like, "Wow, that's expensive stuff." Are you guys sure you want this? Yes, yes, ma'am. Steve's about ready to walk out without his rum. Oh, but we geez. finally get it. We finally get it. We pay. This... We leave. We're done. <laughs> oh my lady, gosh. Uh, I might have just cracked it as car, soon as Steve... we finished paying. Just fuck Steve... it. <laughs> Go. Yeah. That's frustrating to me hearing this. And I didn't he, have to deal with the night before that you had. Yeah. <laughs> he holds it all in till we get in the car and then he just loses his goddamn mind. He says, Chelsea, I hope to God that cashier just lost a loved one or her husband died or something. Because oh, if this is her everyday life, I geez. don't understand how she turns left at intersections. <laughs> I really hope that she's just having a super bad day. Oh man, that is a that is that is very angry to wish death upon someone. So he's like, I really hope that this is the worst day in her life or something, and that's why she's just the way she is. I hope this is not her everyday life, and that's, I I don't know how she turns left at an intersection. Oh, and that's man. my Walmart story that inspired this. Steve was oh. so angry. Holy cow! I've never seen him so angry at a retail employee. He I doesn't mean, get angry at retail people. He doesn't. That, that, but okay. To be fair, everything that happened and then that, like, it was so bad. There, He's like, so Chelsea, the, Chelsea, I wanted to walk out without my bamboo. <laughs> there was this kid, this kid, and I would say kid as in he was older than me. So I was in middle school or early high school at the time when Hollywood video still existed. So, my parents are very big movie lovers. They have always rented <laughs> movies. They they go to whatever video, you know video store they could and rented movies. And then Netflix happened, and they stopped go doing it. And you know all the video stores died. But we used to go to Hollywood Video, and they they had some change, and it was like it was like some sort of like. You owe this much. Okay, so I'm going to give you a quarter so you can give me a whole dollar back sort of deal. Like where you give them the extra change so they can give you back a whole dollar sort of deal. Of course, and, yeah. So, so, yeah, like you pay like 820 You owe 825 Yes, you owe 825 You give them a 10 and a quarter, right? Yeah, so you can get two, two onesies. Right. So they do this to this kid. He he punches it. This is before they had like the automatic like do the math for you thing, and he was just like punches it in. He's like, "Uh, you gave me an extra quarter." Yes. And then my mom was like, "Yes, you can give us back two dollars." And then oh, no. he's like, "Uh," 
And then he starts writing it down and doing the math on a piece of paper. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he's like, well, then you owe me 35 cents or something like that. And then he's just like giving them money and they're giving it back to him. And he's they're like, no, that's not right. And this goes on for like 15 minutes. What the they fuck? Keep, they okay. keep We're not getting this kid here. week after week. And having the same problem. Uh, I guarantee he was just stoned. <laughs> Probably. However, it was bad. <laughs> it was real bad. <laughs> they actually had a name for him. I don't remember what it was, but they gave him a nickname. Quarter now, Kyle. Uh, yeah, Quarter Kyle. Um, yeah, so like, I remember I'd be at, because uh, I'd always go to Game Crazy. Because that's where I got a lot of my games at the time, because we didn't. We had local game stores, but, you know, I was a kid. I didn't care where I got my games from. Video games. I got to go get them all. And I mm-hmm. to go hang out over there. And the, But, like, every time they'd be so mad coming out of there just dealing with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just reminds me because recently uh, uh, we had a Weird Al night at work. Um, that just reminds me of the trapped in the drive through thing of, like... Oh, and I yeah. looked at him, and he looks at and he me. He looks at me, and I looked at him, and I look at him. <laughs> and he, <looks> at me. <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah. "What did you want again?" And I said, "Catch up." <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just like not, not there. <laughs> Oh, that, okay, so I had two stories lined up. You just gave me my third story that uh, rem- happened to me uh, about a week ago. Oh no. But so, it's your turn for a story. Uh, I got a I got a real quick aside about Weird Al. My grandmother used to be in a band with Weird Al's dad, so he would moonlight oh, yeah. and play with them sometimes. Jealous. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Um. So my first one, and I think really my only Walmart story, because I haven't really had any too drastic experiences two drastic of experiences in walmart um and this was Mm -hmm. in college um freshman year uh and my friend had her friend from home visiting and said friend brought some alcohol and then we had a great idea of like hey we're drunk on a friday night let's go to walmart go to walmart (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that one before. Oh. Not the being drunk part, but so, like, let's yep. have, we have nothing to do. Let's go to Walmart. Yeah. Oh man, guilty. Yeah. So, uh, we we head to Walmart, and I'm I'm pretty buzzed. And then I'm at the point where I'm like, ah, damn it, I gotta break the seal. So, we're by the back of the store, and I head into the back bathrooms, and. As I'm walking in and about to turn left to the urinal, I come to the main main thoroughfare, and I can just see off in the distance, in one of the stalls, there's just like a mound of toilet paper. And I just like stopped in my tracks, and I'm just like... Well, that's fucking <laughs> gross. So I couldn't finish my business. And oh, then I man. Just 
leave. Uh, I did not. I did not try to do any uh, investigative work to see if there was actually anything under that pile. I just did my business and left because I wasn't about that. Shit. Yeah. So okay, maybe we should extend this. We're saying Walmart stories in the in the like you were saying department store, just maybe retail I, stories. I said yeah. if the spirit of Walmart was there. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of Walmart stories like that that are specifically Walmart. However, I used to work at a Long John Silver's. Oh no. Oh. So oh, no. I was a fry cook, and so I was supposed to stay back there. And fry the fish, fry the hush puppies, which, by the way, you cannot convince me that the worst smell in the world is is not raw hush puppy. Raw hush puppy is so gross. It's just cornbread. It, But, okay, amplify the smell of, like, the cornbread and the yeast by, like, a thousand times because it's a water mix. And then you, it, it just, it's so strong. It's so bad. It's like a skunk where it's just so bad because it's so strong. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, skunk smells bad. Don't get me wrong. But it's the strength that really gets you. That was Hush Puppy Mix. Anyways, so apparently, uh, so it, it was the job of the cat front cashier to clean the restrooms. Uh, oh, no. So I am not a front cashier. <laughs> I am a fry cook. Right? It's not your problem. No, I'm it is not still, my problem. I'm still in fear. Like, <laughs> oh no, Long no, no, John Silver's it... double, double book, double dips with Taco Bell's and KFC's frequently. <laughs> That's a lot of greasy food. This, this was a standalone <laughs> store. Uh, we still go there every once in a while. There's no one the same. Obviously, it's been like over six months years. later. There'd be no one the same. Uh, that's not true. I worked there for two and a half years. And the manager was there for seven. So, like, they actually Jesus had a long... Jesus Christ, that poor manager. <laughs> oh, she was at wit's end. I quit that place because they told me to shave my goatee. I had a goatee before the beard. So Okay. So, so what was happened like... with the bathroom? So, cashiers are supposed to take care of the bathroom. One day, uh, her name was Nicole. She goes in there... And she comes out, and she was, she was older than me. She was, like, in her 20s, supporting a family and stuff, but I was a teenager. And she was like, hey, Cham. I was like, no. No, I'm, <laughs> no whatever is in there, no. no. And she was like, Cham, do you want to do me a big favor and just clean no. the men's restroom? Fuck just, you, no. Just, just one toilet? And I was like, no. <laughs> However, I will go look at it to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> no. Never. It was never a poo do. demon from below, wasn't Never it? do. Only ask for pictures. Because uh, if you I don't, go, you also get I don't the smell think... and, the, and the, the, the taste of the air in your mouth. Okay, it actually wasn't that smelly, right? But it was, it was terrible. Because... <laughs> Uh, apparently this was a thing for people to do and people still do and and did at the time was to lift the seat, poop on the rim and then close the seat. What the fuck? Yeah. So 
No, it was just you shouldn't smashed have repeated that. Oh. everywhere. Now some asshole is going to hear that, and it's going to be a TikTok trend. Oh, well, no. I hate to break it to you, Pam, like, but have you heard of uh, Camelot 331? No. No. I don't, he covers, I don't know about TikTok. Stop he it. Covers Stop all, it. He's a Shut YouTuber. Up. He covers a lot of uh, retail and Pranks. food service stuff. And this yeah. has come up at, like, even Starbucks and stuff like that where people are, like, finger painting gross with with gross feces no no no, yes just utter grossness so i walked out and i was like i'm sorry nicole but i am not doing anything to that bathroom in fact i'm not even going in there for the rest of the night i will use the women's room (laughs) and then i walked back and i started doing my nightly stuff to clean out the kitchen and i was like i'm not staying here an extra hour so what I did do is I stayed in the store with her so she could finish. And I was I was nice. But, like, mm-hmm. I was like, nah, it's just, I'm not touching that. But I will go look. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. My uh, the funny thing is she thought she could get me to, to do it for her because she always got my friend Zach to do it for her. She'd be like, Zach, could you come do this? And I was like, nope, don't do it, Zach. You're going to regret it. And you'd hear him, you'd hear him open up the door, and you'd hear, "Oh man!" <laughs> I was like, every time, every time, just don't do it. Oh man! So yeah, I guess I guess that's the that's the where we're going today. I'm sorry, Ace. That that reminded me of that story. <laughs> no, you're good. I mean, the general population is full of scumbags and horrid, horrid people that need to be put away in like Florida or something. <laughs> like I've, I've, I've said oh, this no. to like friends and Florida. stuff. We just need to like Florida, Florida, Florida just needs to be its Florida receptacle man. for like <laughs> just, criminals and ne'er-do-wells and shit. To Florida. <laughs> it's already oh that. Oh I know. God. It's already that. I know. And oh there are God. like probably a handful of good people in the state, but like we need to like, we need Evacuate one state. Them. That has a good chance of being blocked off to just have to, so, to put people. Heard so them, something heard that them to be with the girls other, have been <laughs> something the girls have been telling me <clears throat> is that the ex and her husband have been talking about moving to Florida. A, like I said, <laughs> a it's never happening because they're not taking the kids. That's that's a legal thing. But yeah. B, uh, but B, I was like, you don't want to go to Florida, Cece. You don't want to do that. And she's like, I was. She's like, why? I was like, it's fun to visit. It's not fun to live there. Well, she uh, she was like, but it's always warm there. And I'm like, also very hot in the summer. Have you been? <laughs> also, there's no annual die off of the insects. Mm-hmm. They're just there. It just. It's a wax and wane at best. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you also have genuinely horrible people to deal with there. And you also have now, the ever-perpetuating Florida man. Okay. There are degenerate people in every state. I don't think Florida is unique in that. No, However, I will stand it by comes this. up. The meme it comes of the up Florida a man exists for a reason. <laughs> So, Welcome to our video game podcast where we talk about Florida, man. You know what? God damn it. That's, they should that's make why, that a video why, game. 
This is why Florida man's a video constantly. Game. Sometimes we talk about we occasionally talk about video games. Yes, that's true. So, uh, Home Depot. I worked in a mm-hmm. Home Depot. I worked in a Home Uh-oh. Depot in Wyoming. Nope. nope. <laughs> I Work, working at the Home Depot in Wyoming was fantastic. It was a wonderful retail job. Yeah. Um, you know, that manager there, he he was like, God, if, if, if he could have just knelt down at the feet of of the the Home Depot founder and like wiped his feet with with his tears he would have been content for the rest of his life that's how our manager was he was he was also great to work for and he you know he was always like arranging like store potlucks and stuff it was great to work there and then hmm. i decided to get the fuck out of wyoming and move back to nebraska great improvement yeah. so uh so he contacted, you know, his buddies at corporate, and they felt they like, oh yeah, this Home Depot in Lincoln, they're hired, they need cashiers, so we'll just transfer you. Perfect, no problem. So I transferred to the Home Depot here in Lincoln. Now it's been a good 15 years since, or 12 years since I worked there, so you know they may be different now. In case any people who work at the Home Depot in Lincoln are listening. Yeah. But it it really fucking sucked working there. One of the things they that they had. You know those, like, orange buckets you buy at Home Depot? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So every cashier has an orange bucket at their check stand full of just random crap, mostly impulse buy items like duct tape or wood glue or just, or, like, you know, uh, sandpaper, stuff like that. Just general, like, things that, like, oh, hey, did you forget the sandpaper? Um, did you forget the duct tape? Ace is getting really aggressive in his facial expressions for some reason, and I'm a little scared. So... Anyways, uh, you had to sell every item out of your bucket every month. They were called your bucket items, and it was—it was basically you had oh, to upsell. No. You had to upsell these items, okay? Oh no, that's what you're talking about, Ace. You knew about that, didn't you? I've—I've I've heard about this before. Yes. Yeah. Oh, have you heard oh, this story okay. before? No, no I haven't not heard the story, story, but I'm okay. familiar no. with this. So the the bucket items, that's what these are, the bucket items. You have to upsell these items that are in the, the bucket on your check stand. And you got to sell them all by the end of the month, otherwise you get chewed out and you're not making metrics and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so uh, this Home Depot, it's summer, so the Home Depot opens at like 6 a.m. so contractors can get in and out. Sure. So it's 6 a.m. at Home Depot, it's early May or so. There's this, or I'm opening the store. It's about 5:55. There's this guy pacing back and forth outside the Home Depot, waiting to get in. He's got he 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 looks like pissed, and he's like, I'm like, okay, whatever. This contractor, he's pissed. He's got to get his stuff and get out to his job site because somebody's riding his ass and all that jazz, whatever. <coughs> but you know what? Damned if I'm opening that door before 6 a.m. because I don't fucking have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get all my shit ready, and then I go open the I go open the doors, and he pew, takes off. About 15 minutes later, you know, other people, like, trickle in because there were, were other contractors waiting for the Home Depot to open. They just weren't pacing in front of the front fucking door. Mm-hmm. He comes back. He gets to my check stand about 15 minutes later. Yeah. And he has a tarp, a footlocker, a pickaxe, a bag of quicklime. That is what he had to buy. Right the fuck when a Home Depot opened. Hmm. 
Methinks something is wrong here. <laughs> and this freaks me the fuck out. I am I yeah. am a fresh-faced 19-year-old, and this this guy, he jives me the wrong way and freaks me out. I tell my supervisor about him. I'm like, hey, you know what? I just want you to note about this because I know we got cameras all over the place. If the cops come looking around, this guy was in here at this time, okay? And he just blinks at me in all seriousness. This is not sarcasm at all. Deadpanned. Why didn't you sell him your duct tape out of your bucket? Oh, oh, no, no, that's not cool. Why didn't you further <laughs> aid in the bed a, a murder, murder cover up? Because, yes. like, we're supposed to, like, hey. notice themes and pe- what stuff people are buying and sell you, related shit out of our buckets, you know? Could you imagine if Siri did shit like that? She's like, hey, I saw you're buying some buckets of lime. Would you like to have some duct tape? I hear that people buy this stuff, like, to buy this item together. Like, oh my right? god. Are you interested in hydrochloric acid? Yeah, right? <laughs> what? Can I get you a 64-gallon drum? I'd like to remind you, it's a lot safer to pay in cash. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Be sure to drive the speed limit so that you don't become more suspect. Would you like to buy oh. some brake lights with this to make sure your brake lights are working? This perfectly? makes me feel so bad because I saw I've been watching the 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 uh, what is that called? Forensic Files. There's been two oh, serial killers in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, since the '90s. Oh, Wisconsin has a fair share as well. I have not seen any in Ohio yet. I have seen murders in Ohio on that show, but not serial killers. Well. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Fort Juan. Mm-hmm. I may not have been allowed to watch Scooby-Doo growing up because of whatever satanic influence my mom perceived in that show. But holy shit, was I allowed to watch Forensic Files growing up. Wow. That is some kind of bass backwards I cannot understand. But okay. I... Yeah. So, yeah, I was, like, seriously freaked out by this dude. And as far as I know, the cops never came to the Home Depot, so whatever. I don't That's know just... what his legitimate purpose for a tarp, a footlocker, quicklime, and a pickaxe at first thing in the morning were. The pickaxe really does throw me off. But. For digging. But. Okay. <laughs> you okay, chop I, at the soil what... with the pickaxe. <clears throat> so he must have already had a shovel then. Or maybe he was okay. just going to bury the body under some very heavy rocks. I don't know. Oh, wow. That's so <laughs> yeah. wrong. That is so wrong. I don't know. Wow. But... I didn't know we, we turned into a murder mystery podcast now today, too. Oh, dude. Jeez. Dude, I love listening to murder and cult podcasts. I am they're a Midwestern so, white woman. So it good. was inevitable. Okay. Uh... <coughs> All right, next uh, retail story. Ace, you're up. Okay. Uh, I had others in mind, but now that we've had an unsolved crime, I will I will go and submit my story of the time I helped uh, solve a crime. Uh, and this was when I worked uh, Target Tech. Uh, so we were phone sales inside of Target. Uh, mm-hmm. And this one time I was... Uh, working back in electronics, obviously, because that's where the phones and all the other electronics are. 
and one of the electronics team members was back there with me. Uh, and I was doing my usual phone pitches, and uh, I finished up with whoever I was talking to, and I look over to my left, and there's this couple with two carts coming down the main aisle mm -hmm. and about to turn right to head over towards toys slash electronics. And I noticed yeah. the guy, like, they have, like, a hamper in the middle of one of the baskets with, like, clothes in it. And I noticed him, like, sort of hop up and do, like, a push down on the middle. And I'm like... That's weird. That's yeah. that's that's kind of weird. Why why are you seemingly trying to fit as much as you possibly can into that hamper? <laughs> why do you have two carts that look really full of stuff? Um, and then they start talking to the electronics team member, and by then the gears in the back of my head are already turning. Uh, so I'm like. Hey, uh, ETL, can you meet me over in this section, please? And, mm -hmm. uh, just this ETL, she meets me there, and I'm like, hey, uh, What's there's this, uh, executive team lead, basically like a, a shift, a shift manager. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, hey, there's this couple with, uh, two really full carts, and, the guy went and like hopped on hopped and like shoved stuff in the hamper down like they're trying to fit as much as they possibly can into it and currently they're talking to so and so and getting stuff from the electronics cases uh and she's like okay um yeah thanks for letting me know and so she goes back to them and like starts talking to them and having them give her uh, some of the electronic stuff. Uh, meanwhile, I go up front and I let the front end manager and a person at guest services know about this and sort of what they look like. And then I start heading back. Uh, I head back to the aisle or to the back of the store straight from guest services. And I hit about the fitting room. And I hear an alarm start going off. And I just, like, book it towards electronics. And by, by the time I get to electronics, the ETL is already booking it back from the uh, produce, grocery, seasonal section of the store. Uh, already dialing numbers on her phone. Uh, they did a push out through the back, the back exit of the store, or the side exit of the store. Um, before that, she'd taken, uh, two PlayStations and two Galaxy tablets, uh, out of their cart and mm. brought them up front. Uh, and I was like, son of a bitch. If I had, if I had been a little bit quicker about stuff, I could have maybe prevented them. But, you know, then I probably would have gotten yeah. fired because, I mean, Target Tech, Target, and, like, retailers in general don't want associates and employees blah 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 to risk themselves even though you know there are yeah. also repercussions if you don't pre prevent theft and blah 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 so it's like a oh yeah yeah you it's lose a, or you lose 
I have a, when you're finished with this, I actually have a story about a friend of mine who actually worked in Walmart Mm -hmm. about that. So go ahead. And then, uh, you know, I, I followed up with the store AP person because like I had a good relationship with her and she was a pretty friendly AP and the store later went through a bunch of people who were kind of scummy. Um, yeah, but like, I think it's like literally the next, the next night, um, I'm just trolling around on Facebook, buy and sell in the area because I have like multiple pages that I follow because I was, uh, sort of into Etsy doing like custom Nerf guns at the time. Um, and so I just happened to go on to like one of the main pages and I see, um, a Google home. And I see like a sound bar. And then I see like a Vizio TV. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, these are sort of things that we carry in the store. Let me look. And like all of the listings essentially were like, need gone ASAP. S- selling ASAP, blah, blah, blah. Need gone right away. And then I'm like, okay. Okay, that's a little more suspect. And then I go and click on the profile and I'm like That's, that's them. That's the girlfriend. So Oh uh, yeah. So I pass that off to uh the AP and she's like, That's them and I'm like, Uh-huh, I'm pretty sure. And then uh I remember even though it, it was I don't know, technically like a risk to myself. I messaged her and I was like, thanks. <laughs> and I found out like three or four days later, they caught them and arrested them and their getaway driver. And I was like, yes, did it. Oh, wow. Nice. You, you, you were a crime stopper. Mm-hmm. One of the rare events so- that was actually successful. Actually, there was, <laughs> there was another time where a dude was literally trying to steal a pair of, uh, um, spider wrapped headphones off of, mm-hmm. off of one of the, uh, magnet locks. Uh, he managed to rip them off and like, I could tell that's what he was doing because it, he was like very violently like yanking at it to get it off. And then he like trolls around in, in the toys area and then comes back to like the first or the second aisle, like not even like out of the way. And I'm like, at the back end by video games, just watching him like Mm -hmm. go in between the aisle and start unpackaging it. And then I walk up to the middle aisle and I'm just like, sir, I'll take that back now. And he just like turns and walks and goes up the middle aisle. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow. So, um, Uh, my, uh, an old friend of mine that used to live next door to me in my old apartments in, uh, Dayton, um, was a loss control prevention specialist at Walmart, Mm. AKA secret shopper. Yep. So he told me about some stories where this was his daily life. He would just go to work in his normal clothes. He didn't wear a uniform at Walmart. He just pretended to shop. And there was this guy who was like stealing. Um, it was really weird. He was like underwear and stuff. Like he was like stealing like ladies' underwear. And 
no no um he was in like the women's section and he was like i don't i don't know why but i just pretended i was looking at dresses and he called the guy out i was like hey um you gotta pay for those because he was like walking through the you know now they have these doors in walmarts where you have to go like you can only go in them in the entrance and you can't go out them mm-hmm. um uh i don't know if you guys have those everywhere but uh our chillicothe one uh, has them but our waverly doesn't <laughs> so uh but like i said i hardly was ever at the waverly one but uh he was like sir sir and the guy just starts sprinting so this guy, being the go-getter he is, starts sprinting. He uh, he chases the guy down to the parking lot, tackles him, gets the product back, and in the process notices his hand is bleeding from like a pinprick. And the guy had taken out a needle. Apparently, oh, he was no. like a heroin addict or something, and oh, stabbed him with the needle. Oh no! Uh. Oh no! So he was freaked out. Yeah. So he goes to the ho- hospital. Um. Uh. And he he ends up like saving the store of like hundreds of dollars. No, it wasn't just underwear. He was like trying to hide stuff in the underwear package, I guess. Uh, I don't know what it, what it was. Um but as a result um he he finds out he's okay, but I mean it's a terrible scare. Like mm-hmm. a terrible scare. Um but he loses his job over it. Because of that risk to that risk to self stuff, but that was literally his job, like description to stop yeah. people doing that. So like, he fights it for a long time, um, but they end up just closing that whole division of Walmart, like that whole division in that store, wow. just to avoid like lawsuits and stuff because they were worried he was going to sue them. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the shitty part because like, you're you're this... damned if you're if you do, and you're damned if you don't because people people get reprimanded for not paying attention and preventing stuff, and then they get fucking even more well, punished if they prevent like actively prevent here's, stuff. Here's the thing: like he he was the head of that department doing that at the time, mm-hmm. and he had worked up to that. Um, just being a cashier and stuff and just being really good at spotting people do what they were doing. And, uh, like I, that loss of the job devastated him to a point. Cause like the, he was making good money. He wasn't making like cashier money. He was making like, you know, livable money. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually had to move and I have never seen him since as a result of this, this wow. incident. So, we're still, I'm still friends with his wife on Facebook, so we talk through her sometimes because he doesn't have Facebook. But, um, it's, it was just a crazy, like, thing of events. Like, he was more worried about, like, the heroin needle stuff and, like, oh, yeah, I would be, it was just, it's just like, holy cow. Um, another crazy Walmart story is, um, uh, this one's a serious one. Like, it's not funny. So, if you remember, there was that shooting at Walmart um, 
in Dayton where the the kid took the safety tip off the the airsoft gun mm-hmm. and was pretending to shoot people and then the cops the cops really shot him. And then the cops him. freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Uh that happened in my local Walmart and uh it happened as I was leaving. So I was pulling out of the, the parking lot and then like two or three squad cars come flying into Walmart. Didn't know why. Learned a couple days later on national news and Reddit as to why. And what what went down. So that was scary. That was... I was almost involved. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I would have been hurt, but... I mean, just that kid was hurt, essentially. Yeah, well... Mm -hmm. Moving on from that. Yeah, I know. It's a rough one. It's a rough one. But I that mean, did happen. Um, so moving on from that, I just... Uh, this is the same Walmart that I described before, the, the sketch Walmart. Yes. I Super am, sketch. Uh, this, is, this is before the COVID times, so I'm having to actually shop in Walmart like a caveman. <laughs> Look, I, I, I do all my, like, internet shopping at Walmart, and then they just bring it to my door, and I don't actually have to set foot inside Walmart. It's great. Fair. All it costs me, really, is the tip to the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm shopping around Walmart, and you know what? Oh, yeah, i got to get some toothpaste, so go over to the toothbrush section. I'm getting the toothpaste. And I hear an aisle over, this tiny little voice. Mommy! 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 What? I want the Paw Patrol toothbrush. I want a Paw Patrol toothbrush. Can I have a Paw Patrol toothbrush? No! You don't even brush your teeth anyways. Oh <laughs> Fun. I'll brush my teeth if I get a Paw Patrol toothbrush. No, I'm not buying you a Paw Patrol toothbrush. Uh, I'm like, that, I'm like, yep. Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This other, yeah. this other lady and I, who who's also just like she's grabbing some like mouthwash. She and I just slow look at each other, and then we just go back to buying our toothpaste, and we both just like, oh god, we got to get out of here. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, there's always stuff like like just like crazy things you hear, and and that's but that's whole the whole reason why that's a whole subreddit. Walmart's, you know. People of Walmart, yeah. People of Walmart, yeah. Oh. I forgot the other saddest part about that story of us in Walmart and the slow cashier. Uh-huh. Um, this this whole incident took place during the first week of the month. Oh, no. So all the, the, the benefit stuff. Yeah. Yep. So everybody's food stamps refreshed. Yep, that's always a very bad time to go yeah, to Walmart as yeah. well. Yeah, no, I actively avoid grocery stores on the first Monday of the month. Mm-hmm. I always forget. So, like, I end up just coincidentally going on those days sometimes. No, no, and I'm like, yeah, no, if it's the first Monday of the month, I'm like, uh, we, we will eat whatever we have in the cabinets, guys. I'm not going to the store, and neither are you. You'll <laughs> go, and you will not come back. Yeah. It's just there's so many people. I just wanted some Ritz crackers, damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
The only other weird Walmart story, specifically Walmart story I have, uh, I believe it was uh, when I was, when we were in my friend's hometown before we were heading out to uh, either Daishokan or Anime Milwaukee, uh, and we pulled up to the Walmart in our cosplays, so like I was dressed up as Deadpool and stuff and whatnot, um, but we like pull up in the aisle and there's a car across from us mm-hmm. like diagonal and we see this couple like as we pull up very quickly shift and so we're pretty sure that there was a couple getting frisky in the Walmart parking lot <laughs> because Walmart. they like, very quickly shifted away from each other and it was like uh, oh no uh, so there was a there was a park so i used to be in um, post-secondary options which is when you're in high school you take college classes instead of high school classes mm-hmm. so i did this my junior year of high school which caused me to have five band periods because all of my classes were at the college and not at so i worked as a ta in the band room mm-hmm. but i remember i came out uh i went in and there was a side parking lot that people don't like to use, but it was like the closest parking lot from the road and people would go in front of the building or whatever. This is like beside the building. But my classroom is like dead on the side of that building. Like walk in, take a right turn. You're there. So that's why I park, parked there. It was like just right there. This class was a four hour class that started at seven o'clock. So mm-hmm. 11 o'clock at night, I am getting out of class. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I am the only one that parks there <clears throat> that is for that class. Cause again, people don't like to park in that side parking lot cause they have classes all day. And that's just my one class th- that day. So I don't worry about it. <clears throat> so, uh, I am, I notice just offhandedly, there's this SUV parked in the same parking lot. It's not like that parking lot's empty when I get there, but it's mostly empty when I come back out. Mm-hmm. I am walking out of class, out that door. I walk, and there's like a bridge that goes across, and I walk across this bridge, and there's just that one SUV sitting there, but now it's doing this, rocking left and right, quite a bit, and I'm like, that's odd. So. I give it a wide berth. (laughs) I give it a wide berth. Like, very wide. And then... um, I have to turn on my lights when I turn on the car. And I have to back up. And the lights end up slashing across the the car. And it immediately stops. (laughs) And then uh, I was like... Oh, they noticed me. And I was embarrassed because, like, I didn't want to be anywhere near. So I just back up, back into a spot, and then just sort of drive out. Meanwhile, campus police (laughs) comes rolling in. (laughs) I was like, boy, I did not want to be there. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a that was an interesting one. 
That oh, was, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got one last Walmart story. Sure, I have no more. And uh, then I gotta go. Yep. So, this relates to our fishy tank that we got last month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like a couple of idiots, we forgot about getting a bubbler to, like, oxygenate the water. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, there's a lot that goes in with fish. But oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I can understand. So, uh, about three days after we stock our fishy tank with fishies, I noticed they're all doing the... The sort yeah. of, like, gulping for air at the surface thing. And I'm like, oh, shit, that means there's no oxygen in the water. And Steve's like, haha, the fish, or the fish are all at the top looking for food. And I'm like, nah, nah, bro, they're looking for air. And he's like, oh shit, really? Yeah, really. We gotta, we gotta do something about this. So off like, to Google. Like stat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, like right off the bat, emergency thing. What you do is you get a bunch of the water out and you dump new water in there, which will uh, oxygenate the water, and it'll be, there'll be new water in there. So there's oxygen in the new water that'll help them. But really, you need to get a bubbler. So we mm-hmm. we do that. This is like right after I get off like a ten hour shift at work. Like I go yeah. home, I go downstairs and I go to check out our new fish, and they're all doing that. So we spend like an hour doing this, like you know, sucking all the water out, adding new water because we got to carry buckets of water up and down the stairs. So the fish all chill the fuck out, and we're like, okay, okay. So we'll watch them for about half an hour and we'll see what they do. Watch them for half an hour, they're they're still fine. Um, so we're like, okay, maybe maybe we can relax. So then we we go have dinner. We get the boy to bed. We're relaxing for about half an hour. Steve cracks a beer. We're doing. We're having a good t- night. And then I notice one of two of them swim up and they're doing the thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. It's mm-hmm. nine o'clock at night at this point. It's about my bedtime. I'm in my jammy jams. I got my mm-hmm. cozy sweater on and my cozy pants. And uh, I, uh, I do not let people see me in my pajamas. Even in college, when I had roommates, I was not a fan of that. Has to do with how I was raised. Being in your pajamas, even if they're literally sweatpants and a shirt you were wearing earlier in the day, those are your jammies. You are not fit to be seen in those. Sure. Mm -hmm. But the fish are gasping for breath again. I'm like, ah, crap. Well, Steve's not fit to drive. He's drinking a beer. So I guess my ass is going to Walmart tonight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, it's about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. I roll on up to the sketchy Walmart. Luckily, it wasn't after 11, because I guess our fish would have been dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I roll on up to the sketchy Walmart, because that's the closest Walmart to my house, and Petco closed two hours ago. And yeah. I am wandering around the sketchy Walmart, tired as hell, because my bedtime is 9 o'clock most nights, looking for a goddamn bubbler for a fish tank. Mm-hmm. And that is the only thing I buy that night. Like, I just, you know, I can only imagine what that cashier is thinking. This person shows up, rolls on up in their jammies at sketchy Walmart, and they buy one thing. Oh, my fish came very close to certain doom because while there was a bubble machine and a little thing to put, so you got to get the the pump that that blows the air. You got to have the thing Mm -hmm. that sits underwater that, you know, the air comes out of. But you know what you need in between those two things? A tube. A right? tube. I bought the last fucking tube in the Walmart. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, I got all three of those things, and I'm like, okay, I really hope that this is all I need to make bubbles in my fish tank. Turns mm-hmm. out it was. 
So I Good. get uh, yeah, I get home at like ten forty five with this bubbler set up and I'm like, All right, Steve, I went to sketchy Walmart in my jammies. You can set up the bubbler. Which he does. It mm-hmm. takes him about half an hour, but we get the bubbles going, and then we anxiously watch our fish to see if they start breathing easy. Which they do. Yeah. They do. Um, but uh, the next morning we discover. Oh, no, no, it was that night. That's right. It was that night while we were sucking the water out to replace it. We discovered that our, my son's favorite fish had died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do you remember you that. saying that yes. in Discord. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Timmy fish. We had to teach. Yes. Teach about death. Yeah. Timmy the fish he died. He still talks about that, by the way. He tells me <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. He tells me he is very sad that Timmy the fishy died, but he is happy that we went to the pet store the next day and got three Liam fishies. Hmm. Mm. That look exactly like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We went to the pet store. We did not do, try to do, get a Timmy two or a new Timmy. But we went to the pet store and we got some new fish uh, that mm-hmm. were the same species as Timmy Fishy. And they're all named Liam because we can't tell them apart. <laughs> so uh, we lo- the, my kids learned about death really quick. Especially when Emery ate that spider. Have I told you that Emery eating a spider? Oh, God. I don't recall, no. So Emery's one or below one. She is barely walking at this age. And here in Ohio, we have something called wolf spiders. Oh, yes, we have them in Nebraska. Uh. Now, wolf spiders are scary looking because they can get rather large. Yeah, and they run around and actively hunt things. Yeah, they're spooky as shit. So, Emery, who is my youngest daughter, uh, is crawling around the floor. And I am sitting on the couch. This is when I still lived in Dayton. Uh, I hadn't I hadn't left Dayton yet. And uh, we have this nice open window, right by the. And she likes to crawl up to the window, put her hands up, and look for what we called Tibble, which was this giant, really freaking annoying groundhog in my yard. <laughs> was, I swear, I was like the most suburban like problem I ever had was this war with this groundhog that I was trying to. So. Anyways, uh, she wa- goes up to the window, and I hear, hear her go, ooh, biter. And I was like, what? And, of course, my older daughter, who was fascinated by bugs, she told us she wanted to be an entomologist at one point, um, is now afraid of bugs, even though it's a spider. Um, mm-hmm. So she's like, ah, Spider! And I will look over in enough time to see Emery holding it by a leg and just goes, oh, (laughs) crunches it and eats it. I'm like, what the hell, kid? What the fuck? Like, (laughs) who the fuck eats a wolf spider? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, shit. What the fuck, man? Um,. Because I remember at a Boy Scout camp one year, we we encountered one inside one of the tents that we weren't using, uh, and that sucker was easily like a half dollar size or larger. I want you to know I'm crying now, from laughing so hard. She, she, I know what it was because I've seen them a lot. Now this was a smaller one; it wasn't one of the giant ones, right? It was it was still oh younger, but like she, ooh, biter, and just and like oh I was God. just like. What? Well, you know, it's the crunchy ones that make the meal. 
So, that's when, uh, so then, that's when... <laughs> that is when the girls learned about death. Because Cece was like, oh no, the spider's crawling around in her tummy. I was like, no, that spider is 100% dead. <laughs> that is, And she was like, I, I, I was trying to get over that, but I was also trying to explain to Cece what death was at the same time. Oh god, because that spider! I have to explain how the spider's not going to bite her tummy. That so, spider did not wake up today expecting to be eaten by a small human. You had, oh my god! You had to, you had to both get over the fact that one of your children was a demon, and then the other. What, and then teach the other at the same time. See, there is a reason why we call Emery the Barbarian. Holy she shit. just Holy shit. does things. Holy shit. Mm, food. I don't think I could have ever been prepared for that. <laughs> it was just, Nothing. I was just like, it was just like, oh my gosh, that is such an everything to do. Like, oh my gosh. Like I had a cat once that would capture wolf spiders alive and bring them to us. And that was freaky as hell. <laughs> oh, dude. My my dad talks about one that he doesn't like spiders. He's not, like, super afraid of them, but he doesn't like them all the same. So mm-hmm. us growing up in the country, lots of bugs and stuff, get in the house, and there's a wolf spider in the bathroom. And he's like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. So he goes and gets a steel-toed boot, <laughs> and he goes to step on it, and he's like, you know what? If this thing moves and crawls up this leg, uh, my leg, I'm going to scream like a girl, is what he says. So he's like, nope. So he takes the boot, and he goes, lifts it up over the spider, like right over it. And the spider gets up on two, four legs and puts the other four up in the air like this. Yeah, yeah, that thing they do. I know. Yeah. And then dad drops the boot. It catches the boot. Dies in the process, but catches it. The boot never <laughs> touched the ground. Oh my god! <laughs> and Dad was like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah. He left it. Was it like a Skittles commercial or something like that? Where like there's like the girl on the couch and she's like, "Ah, spider!" And the dude's like, huh, "Whatever, watch this." And he goes to like squish it with his fingers or something and it like grabs his finger and like starts flipping him around the apartment oh yeah there's there's hilarious one of my okay this is last we we gotta go i gotta go man it's late yeah uh so it reminded me of my favorite commercial ever which is a doritos commercial okay now it's maybe it was a doritos commercial uh, I don't know. It's not. It doesn't involve the spider. It just reminds me of like a guy basically being like, "What the f?" In, in like a Super Bowl commercial. So this guy, he's coming over, and it's obvious that he's coming over for a date. And the date, the woman has a little kid, and she's like, "Ah, uh, I'll be ready in just a second. Kind of like cliche thing, and and walks off. And the kid is like, and she's like, you know, so and so to the kid, be nice. And then, uh, so he sits down, the kid's watching, like, TV, and there's a bowl of Doritos, like, nice, crisp, full triangle Doritos, of course, it's a commercial, and, uh, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, Doritos, uh, I love Doritos, and then, uh, the kid just, whap, hits his hand real hard, and, he, and the guy's like, <gasps> and he goes, don't touch my mama, and don't touch my Doritos! <laughs> It just reminded me of that. 
Oh, man. Just, oh, gosh, the way the kid is just like, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyways, that's that's our rambling Walmart slash retail stories. Gross, and then devolved into spider eating. I'm sorry. Um, hey, but look forward to my D&D article about spiders hopefully coming before Halloween. We should, we'll and the see. barbarians that eat them. We the should do around two sometime them. because I do have more. Oh boy, we'll uh, we'll wait for Sasha on that one because I'd like to hear mm-hmm. the the stories that Sasha has. Yeah, and, and and involve her. So we'll 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 put a we'll table that until she's back. Um, but also, uh, you know, games set in different settings that we don't see all the time. Um, mm-hmm. As I said, time periods to begin with. But yeah. Um, just a reminder, I said at the beginning of the show, but just a reminder, we don't have an episode next week. I am out playing Flesh and Blood. Um, so I, I won't prolong this because we are going to go, but uh, it's something I, I have liked to do real quick, Ace. You're going to be playing Back for Blood, and what else are you going to be playing this week? Next two weeks, I guess. Um, I mean, I did some more Monster Hunter Rise. Um I finally got uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, so I've been playing. Yeah, we that. saw it. I still need yeah. to do the side stories because I did a, I did a playthrough again, so I got to relive the nightmare. You. Um, other than that, I mean, I do still need to start Act Two in Diablo Two. I've been <laughs> you putting, put it off. I've yeah. been putting that off just because of the trauma of the first boss, which is. Kind of pathetic. And you s- <laughs> still haven't fought Duriel. Holy cow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Duriel's the hardest difficulty leap in the game. So hmm. let me know. Uh, Pan? Um, I'm uh, Personally, I'm playing a lot of Rune Factory 4. I'm watching my husband play Metroid Dread. He's, he's very slowly going through it because his tendonitis is still kicking the shit out of him. And he can only mm, hold yeah. controllers for so long. We're getting to the. That's that's unfortunate. I'd like to apologize. I made a joke at that expense earlier on the Discord. Oh. And I said he got met. I said he got blue morph balled oh, by the game. See, I thought you were making a joke about how it takes so fucking long to get the morph ball. He's been bitching and moaning for like four hours about how he still doesn't have the morph ball. <laughs> I have not played the game. Oh, yeah. So I have. I had no clue. Yeah, I thought that's yet. the joke I'm you were making. I'm waiting for bickering bugs. I thought that was the no, joke you were I, making. I can't play it because the Bickering Bucks guys have to freaking finish No More Heroes 3 so I can start Metroid Dread and finish that long before they do. Well, so. it, it seems oh, pretty cool, um, but we are getting to a point where I may just have to play it for him and he watches me play it for him because he's oh, boy. he's been waiting 12 years for the end of the, for the, end of the Metroid Fusion story and uh, he's really pissed that he has to wait longer until his tendonitis gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be... That'd be terrible. Yeah. Um, so I may, so I may I play start- Metroid Dread. Okay. Okay. Um, I have started playing Tales of Arise. Um, we'll see. I started that today um, because I finished No More Heroes 3. Uh, I highly suggest listening to that episode. There's some bonkers what the fuck shit in that game, especially at the <laughs> end. Um, uh, and then also I have still, I will hopefully complete Succubus. Um, it is still a sick curiosity at this point, and I wanted to say this at this point. There are full-on sex scenes, and they are a collectible in the 
100% category. Ace, do you want to make the joke or do you want me to? What? Uh, I didn't have a joke, but you can. I'm... So what you're saying is you're going to play Succubus to completion? <laughs> uh, I will finish it, not complete it. How about that? That still works. I don't know how else to say it. I will beat but the how, game. What did you? But how else? There's will no you be way satisfied? to say this. There can't be. I, I I will say this. The game itself is very fun, but there are some parts that are really dis- <laughs> that really uh that really make me uncomfortable. <laughs> That I would feel embarrassed if someone walked in while I was sitting here like, okay, just just skip, skip, skip. <laughs> oh, oh man. get the rosy cheeks. Yeah, I actually <laughs> noticed that they were collectibles when I saw a symbol at the end of the level when I had watched the scene and it showed a symbol of what basically had happened in a silhouette. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no, they want you to do this. For a hundred percent completion, which I am not doing, but anyways, yeah. So I I uh, doing that, and I'm going to start. They are billions. Uh, is my other game I'm going to start after Succubus. We are billions. They are billions. I have some commentary on that here. recently, but we'll talk about that next time because I'm tired as hell and I'm going to bed. Yep. Yes. So good night, good folks. Night. Uh, thanks for turning it, tuning in. Uh, catch us at Hunter Sub Pod on Twitter and at Ace Badger Gaming. And, um, of course, at Hunters of Pod for Twitch. And uh, we'll see you next time. Later. To completion? (laughs) Now I have to leave that in. Damn it, Ace.